What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active. And that's you. On this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show podcast. Welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. We back in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the King of Kings, the King of Content, and the Speaker of Truth, yours truly, Coach Alini, a.k.a. Coach Dadamas in the building, and new, 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 new you know the deal. Do me a favor, hit the like button in the building. We got a great show today. We got a tick thought that is saying that she got a lot of plastic surgery. You see her on the thumbnail. A lot of plastic surgery, and she regrets it. You must regret the day that you left me. All right. Oh, my goodness. She regrets it. We also have Jesse James, the guy that was on that TV show about fixing up cars and motorcycles. I think it was motorcycles. All right. Um, I think it was motorcycles. Yes. Um, he had that show about fixing up motorcycles with his daddy and um, his wife, Brittany Rotten, or whatever her name is, Becky Rotten. She filed for divorce on him. <laughs> she, yeah. West Coast choppers. It was motorcycles. All right. Anyway, um, she filed for divorce from him. And then she reneged and pulled it back. Oh, my goodness. And he begged her back. Oh, my goodness. And that's and we got another bunch of great content with this show today, including a blue chip mindset moment, which I'm going to introduce into every show. And then going into 2023, we're going to do two days of blue chip mindset to get our path set because, um, you know, doom and gloom CGA predicts they're going to be a market crash. All right. So get it ready. All right. We want to get ready and prepare for this. And by the way, if you want to invest grifting for a moment, get onto the money mindset group on Patreon, patreon.com backslash coach Greg Adams. Also, we are simulcasting on fake book. Give fake book a round of applause. Everybody on fake book. Appreciate y'all. I don't head over there too much. So whatever y'all saying over there, I don't know what y'all talking about. All right. But shout out to the people who watch me on fake book. Shout out to the people. Give me a thumbs up on fake book. All right, shout out to the uh, libtards over there, and shout out to everybody on Rumble. We are simulcasting on Rumble as well. And to contribute to today's show, dollar sign CGA live on the Cash App, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and the link is pinned to the top of the live chat on the Notorious CGA channel. New, 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 new world. And then also, also, we are simulcast on Rumble. Did I say Rumble? We're on Rumble. Rumble.com backslash uh, C backslash Coach Greg Adams over there. All right, the link is might be in the description box. And then also, also, uh, what are we doing? Oh, the Notorious CGA channel. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> the Notorious CGA channel, you can super chat over there. So join me, friends and family and gang over on any of these platforms. We about to do it big for 2023. And without further ado, let's get into the earlier contributors to today's show. All right, we're going to start over on the Notorious CGA channel with the super duper chat. Shout out to the cheap. Drum hacks is in the building again and again. Checking in, coach. Appreciate you. KT the King. Women in my main story is woman in the main story is lying. She has two Instagram account for provocative selfies, explicit Twitter, and lonely fans. Her IG is on a spiritual world post. And uh, we will talk about that. We we know that they're doing this for attention, and that's one of the things that uh we talk about. A lot of women will make a complaint about them doing something and they are normally normally marketing themselves. Even the media will pick up on these complaints. Oh, I got fired from my teaching job for my OnlyFans account. And this woman will obviously parlay that attention into sales. All right. She basically is going to do this. I'm rich, baby. Also, 
Everett. So wait a minute. Shout out to Everett Walker. Coach, you were swollen those pictures. If someone wants that look, how much would they have to put in? Uh, first of all, uh, the biggest thing about being fit, and I know some people, you know, didn't realize that, you know, you see me and my head and my shoulders and my neck. You don't realize that I was in pretty good shape for probably about three years, three or four years. And it was a natural grind. You got to put in. First of all, you got to have great genetics. All right. And I'm a compact guy and shorter guys do very well because we have shorter limb, shorter limbs. So we can pile on muscle easily with shorter limbs. And um, that's number one. Number two, you got to put in still the time. You know, you guys have, uh, you know, if you if you don't have a great metabolism, you have to watch what you eat. My metabolism is on fire. So my metabolism is fantastic. So I didn't have to watch what I ate too much. You also have to invest in supplements, if you will, or um, some sort of things like that. You have to make that investment. It is it is a commitment. And this is why a lot of times you will see. And I mentioned this. A lot of people who are in great shape are not in great financial shape. All right. So they tend to put a lot of emphasis on that. And I, that's why I said I've been there, done that doesn't mean I'm going to be a slob, but I don't want to get into that type of shape again because it takes great commitment. Sometimes if your metabolism is poor or you're a larger male, you need two times, two times a day, many times, many times. But if you have great genetics, that's going to be the that's 85 percent of things, 85 percent. OK, 85 percent of the battle of fitness is great genetics and one thing about the fitness industry that you will uh, that I brought up as well, and shout out to all my fit people here. I don't mean to demean you at all in talking about this. Um, I realized this around 2014, 2015 at the height of Instagram when a lot of fitness models and fitness people, male and female, started to gain prominence and popularity. That pushed a lot of people to take shortcuts, meaning steroids, um, you know, performance enhancers, uh, pro hormones, uh, surgeries. Uh, liposuction and all of these things to actually promote themselves to be healthy. And I've said this before, the health industry is one of the most unhealthy industries there is. And a lot of the women and the men, but mostly the, the, the women are straight psychos. They're psychotic. The ones that are in there, you might think, Oh, I would want a good uh, lift buddy. They're, they're psycho. I've trained them. I've dealt with them. I worked in gyms where they were personal trainers. I've, met them i knew them in photo shoots and all that shit they're psychos that's number one number two the men tend to deal with what we call body dysmorphia which they see themselves as smaller and they're they're never good enough even though that they that they look very confident to you it's never good enough and they they uh tend to want to uh they tend to focus on areas where they're lacking as opposed to the areas that they have great development so it's a great mental uh suck as well and also, also, you know what I'm talking about here and shout out to Steph is cold. I once heard him talk about this to be one of the top people in the industry of bodybuilding. You got to be in the top one or two percent in 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 fitness and leanness and be able to have bulk in areas where people can't. You got to have uh, you got to have your body's got to be proportion, right? Your proportions have to match. You can't just have uh, great legs and no calves. Calves got to be on point. You can't have just great upper body and no chest. It's going to look weird. So your proportions have to be uh, on point as well. So anyway, and a lot of these, um, a lot of these, <laughs> a lot of these people got bad breath too. <laughs> you know me, I'm going to make it funny. A lot of people in the health industry got bad breath. The fitness industry, I meant the fitness and they fitting them steroids in their pockets, but it is neither here or there. I'm not against performing to enhancing drugs or steroids, but I, right around 2015, in order for you to keep the prominence going, you had to have taking performance enhancers. There's no event. You have to be a genetic freak 
I mean, a extremely genetic freak or performance enhancers and or both and or both. So you got to be in the top two percent of people to make it. And uh, unfortunately, the fitness industry has gone the way of maintaining good shape year around, which is which is crazy. Yeah. Keto breath. They got keto breath. They got uh, they got protein fart breath. They got taking all them damn uh, taking all them damn vitamin breath. <laughs> And uh, with that being said, maintaining a great physique year around is not what the fitness industry was actually about. Most of the fitness models that you would see in the 80s and the 90s, they didn't maintain that shape for very long, maybe two or three uh, months tops. And then they went into different seasons, bulking and all that stuff. But now we get to the point where we supposed to look like a fitness model all year around. And that's not healthy. You're supposed to be lean and ripped all year around with your now. That's not healthy. And I, that's why I maintain that sometimes the health health industry is um, very misleading. And it's one of the most unhealthiest. If you think about what these people do to get on stage, taking diuretics, painting themselves orange. OK, they're going through extreme, extreme uh, starvation. All right. To the point where they're going to pass out flexing, which flexing takes a lot. It's yeah, your balls shrivel up. It's um. It's a very unhealthy, like you would not tell the normal human being to do what they're doing to make themselves look like that. But anyway, anyway, uh, not to shit on people who in the fitness industry, shout out to my people in the fitness industry. But this is one of the reasons why mentally I got I transitioned out of that. And not only that, people are real cruel to you online. <laughs> they're cruel to you. So you think you look good. You'll go out there and you'll post your shit. And then they'll come in there and look at your look at your flanks got extra fat on it. Meanwhile, you looking better than the top five. You looking better than 95 percent of the population. And then they'll point out the one flawed area in there. And then what do you do? Psychot psychologically, you go have the body dysmorphia. You go work on that area and you look great. So anyway, I, I don't I don't want to push myself to that level. Doesn't mean I'm going to be a slob, but I just wanted to reiterate that anyway. Anyway, anyway, anyway. It's crazy. Yeah, they'll mention, oh, your upper body looks great, but your legs, you skip leg day. And it'll be a slob that'll say some shit like that. You're like, what? Anyway, what do we got here? <laughs> oh, let's get into uh, the earlier contributors to the day show. We're still doing that. Shout out to everybody. I think, thank you for that question, Everett. Thank you for that question. You got to put in a lot of work. Masculine Brotherhood says, Coach, have you created an affiliate account with Amazon? Yeah, I did. You don't make no money. You don't make no money doing that shit. You got to sell thousands and thousands and thousands of affiliate links. But shout out to you. He says, I'll gladly use your link to buy equipment. I used to have that all in my my uh, live on my, um what do you call it, description box. But you might make two pennies with two people buying your shit all year. So I deleted all that. But shout out to you. He says, did you have an affiliate link? Link your equipment. Easy passive income. You got to sell thousands and thousands of stuff with affiliate links. All right, shout out to Lay, Laydor, Laydor. Shout out from London. You see Stickman from Dead Presidents. His lady of 29 years has been flexing on IG for months. Yesterday announced after months of mediation, they're getting divorced. God damn, another one. Free agent lifestyle for life. So Stickman got it. Did he marry a, did he marry a sister? I would imagine he did. All right. Wow. John Gourmet over here getting edutainment in the building. This is the best edutainment here on YouTube. You're in here with the king of kings of this content. He says best part of my day is CGA. Appreciate you, man. Classy beats. 
back again with a sponsorship. He says props due to CGA, the king of content. Indeed. All right. And I will be a hey, 2023. I'm going buck wild. All right. Big Doe Butter says the more beautiful, the more beauty enhancements they have, the more crazy, selfish, insecure and happy they will be. Be careful and stay focused. Coach gang guys. Dude, I've met, I've messed with girls or I knew girls that had the big implants, the big booty. They was constantly going in with surgery. These people are lunatics and you can tell them they're lunatics and they somewhat know they're lunatics, right? They know they're crazy and there's nothing you can do about it. As a matter of fact, people who go to surgery often actually trained a plastic surgeon. All right. And this entire family, um, and the, the people who do this, they need psychological help because they will go in for one thing and then it, they'll end up trying to, they'll be disappointed with the results. And then once they do one enhancement, another thing in their body is not good, right? And so they got to go in. They'll have 20 enhancements done to them by the time they turn 25. I knew a young woman. She was 21, 22. I met her. Uh, big big titties, big booty, all of that stuff. She had it done. She was getting tummy tugs, fat moved all over her body. They don't get one surgery. They get multiple. <laughs> they get multiple. End up suing their plastic surgeon because they're crazy. So plastic surgeons, sometimes they're money hungry, right? Um, and they want to do these surgeries. But a lot of times what they're creating is a crazy client. But uh, that's all behind the scenes stuff that people don't know. Shout out to, wait, hold up, hold up. Venmo, Venmo got no action over there, but it's all good. No, we don't. Henry Resilient, any plans to re-upload those missing money mindset streams? All right, particularly on the, those on YouTube. Yeah, I have to download them. Some of them are gone. Some of them are gone because they're in the cloud and then I missed it. I ran out of space. So that's basically what happened to those. The ones that I just posted directly from Zoom. It's a mess. Eddie says, I completed my Google data analytics certificate today. Shout out to you, brother. He says, next should be the PL300 and IBM data analysis certificate. They will help me get promoted next year. Thank you for the content and keep it up. Shout out to you. Congratulations on that. Keep pushing. Keep driving. Um, you know, you know, keep being ambitious in the building. Yes, indeed. All right. We got no government name. We will call you Coach Gang. Subscribe to the Coach Greg Adams TV Instagram page. Yes. Shout out to you. Yeah. Go over to my Insta, as they say, as the young people say. Your boy Scoop flexing us. Flexing over on us over there on the cash app. And let me check a couple PayPal's who we got here. Huh? Okay. Did I get the stick man divorce? He says, follow up on stick man's divorce. The sister he married. Something said after months of mediation, shaking my head. He says, P.S. I got your book delivered to London today. Shout out to you. We love you, CGA. Shout out to everybody in the United Kingdom. All right. Shout out to all the, the pearly thing audiences over there. All right. We got love across the pond over here. Great poupon. And uh, we got three on the uh, PayPal and we'll get into it. A 304 from Kevin W. He says older women use things like makeup, surgery, et cetera, to look younger. But shame men that prefer younger women. He says these older women are trying to attract the same metaphiles that they shame. Yes. Mm. That's the use of makeup. You know, the use of makeup is the high blemishes and to make them have a youthful, more glowing appearance similar to a younger woman. But of course, if you like younger women or young or small petite women in which they all want to be smaller and petite, many of them, they will say you're a metaphile. <laughs> all right, Sizzle, coach, my old 
uh, hit me up with the Hey Big Head just in time for Taco Gordita Tuesday. But I'm too busy doing squats in my home gym and working on my job. And I told her, what did you tell her, man? You told her. It's barbecue in there. Yes, indeed, because it's Tuesday. All right, the Hey Big Head cuffing season is here with the manipulative woman in heat looking to derive gifts or extract gifts from you for the holiday, the five holidays that follow in the winter. Triggerverse, it's been a while, coach. The main problem I have with plastic surgery is that it will be blurred lines between plastic women and transformer plastic women. Oh, that's a, yes. Oh, the humanity. One of the things that you will find that uh, people who depend on plastic surgery, excessive makeup and all of that tend to, um, when you look at the trans, what we call them, uh, the Autobots, the Transformers, they tend to, they tend to look similar. You know, excessive makeup, wigs, all right, eyelashes, and then implants and all of that. You can't tell. Many many times you cannot tell, especially if the woman is not very attractive. If, if the woman's a six and she gets enhancements, she will look like a man. She will look like a man under all of that stuff, and that's just what it is. Of course, people will call you homophobic if you don't like, or transphobic if you don't want to date. I don't even know what to call it, <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about. All right. I don't want to date. I'm, I, I want peace leave a real natural, all natural from the wild. All right. Uh, what do we got here to start off today's show? The, Dece- the, Dece- the, Dece- the Decepticons. All right. Uh, a blue chip moment. And this is called a food for normies. All right. Food for normies. We're going to do a blue chip mindset moment here. Blue chip mindset is tomorrow. Today is Gordita Tuesday in the building. Slow Tuesday in the building. And check this out. Found an interesting comment um, under the video. I don't look at a lot of comments, unfortunately, because I post a lot of content. But um, found a comment. I'm not sure if it was directed to me, but uh, the content, the comment read, and I don't want to rat them out. Okay, I'm not here to do that. I don't want you to harass them. It was under one of my videos. And it said, truly rich people don't care about cars. Truly rich people don't care about cars. And then they said something about something being ignorant. Now, I don't know if he was making a context. I don't remember a part of the show where I discussed that. But typically, a normie would say something like that. And I want to correct you, and I'm just here to help you guys with that quote itself. Because one of the things that you will find is that a lot of times millionaires and billionaires will try to motivate you to stay in your lane. And not enjoy life. And they will say things like, well, Warren Buffett doesn't drive a fancy car. He doesn't have a Lamborghini. So rich people don't care about cars because they're, they're, they're liabilities. They don't appreciate and they don't spend money on cars. Now, let me tell you. Let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you something and I just want to, I'm going to help you. And I'm going to give you some context as to why I know that that is false. That's food for normies. That's to keep your ass in your place, just like these people that didn't want Deion Sanders to go from Jackson State making $300,000 a year, and now he's at Colorado making $30 million in five years, which is the equivalent of the, what, $5 million a year, guaranteed. You normies want to keep Deion Sanders making $300,000 a year, and normies, they want your ass to keep driving them Honda Civics. Now, let me show you a couple of things, and I'm going to provide context to you right now as to why that is false. And not they, trust me, people do not want you to have this information. Now, to give you a little bit of a context, I've spent a greater part of 18 years living in expensive communities. As a matter of fact, if you look up right here, the most 10 most expensive zip codes in the United States. If you scroll down, I lived in Newport Beach, number nine, for over 10 years. 
That was the previous place that I lived before I came to the Desert Storm Bunker. With that being said, I spent my early or my latter part of my teenage years into my early 20s living in Westlake Village, California, which is ranked the 218th most expensive zip code in America. With that being said, and this is not to brag, this is not to brag, but I've been around wealth. I've spent my teenage years into my adulthood, and of course, I lived on Long Island in an expensive community called Corum. It was not for cheap people. With that being said, I'm going to tell you that the lie that you're learning that rich people don't care about cars is false. Because when you go to these communities, you're going to see people with expensive vehicles. From Mercedes, many times Range Rover, many times high, ex high expensive luxury vehicles, Porsches, Lamborghinis, Maybachs, and so forth and so on. So the idea that you sitting somewhere in Kansas is going to tell me rich people don't care about cars. You're lying to yourself and you're eating food for normies. He says they don't care about cars. And the reason why you might think they don't care about cars is because it might be 6% of their income per year that they might spend on a car. So it don't matter. So let me give you a little bit more context. And I'm going to start off with Warren Buffett. Because a lot of people like to use Warren Buffett as a, hey, Warren Buffett does this. Warren Buffett does that. He drives a Honda Civic and he lives in the middle of uh, Kansas. But you don't know that Warren Buffett has a private jet. Okay. He has a private jet. That's number one. He has a private jet. So when you tell me about Warren Buffett and he don't care about the car that he drives, do you care that he has a private jet? OK, he probably spends the cost of a one vehicle in a trip to Davos to have lunch with the people from the new, 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 new world order. at the World Economic Forum. He spends the equivalent of that taking one trip. And that's just there. He has to come back and he spends the equivalent of one vehicle. So telling me that they don't care about it is a myth. It's a mistake. And it's food for normies. This is what they want you to believe. Trust me, they have access to these vehicles and they will. They will um, lease them. They will buy them. They will rent them. They will play with them and so forth and so on. If you live in a rich area, I've been to all of them. I've been to the Hamptons. I've been to Martha's Vineyard. I've been to South Beach, Miami and Brickell. I've been to Newport Beach and all the, the up and down the coast. San Jose, I used to live in. I, I've been there. I've been to them. And there's nice cars there. Trust me. The idea that there's not nice cars there and rich don't care is you're out of control. All right, this comment section is out of control. Now, I'm going to throw some more. And of course, this is a blue chip mindset moment for you. I'm going to throw some more on the tinderbox for you right here. And I'm going to turn down the volume on this. I'm going to share this right here. All right, this is me going to one of the most expensive car lots there is. And it's Euro cars in Southern California. And I did a vlog there. Now, this is right here in one of the richest zip codes there is. It's right next to Newport Beach. It's right on the borderline of Costa Mesa and Newport. I want you to look at the people right here. These are two Asian people, and they seem to be pulling out a Ferrari. I'm sorry, a Lamborghini for them to test drive and uh, take a look here. And they throw in the peace sign at me because I have access to this facility. And it looks like it looks like I'm sure these people got plenty of money. It looks like they care about nice cars. Uh huh. What is that Asian flatback doing? And what is that man going, that Chinese man doing in there? I bet you they got money. I got money. Bet you they got money. Okay. Somebody says, coach, they say you grew up in the suburbs. And of course I did. 
What you talking about? Is that supposed to be a negative? I did. I absolutely did. And I lived there. I lived in the suburbs most of my life. I had a period of time where I didn't up until my early teens. And then I grew up in the suburbs. I See, black folks, I tell you, black folks look at success. They look at getting out as an L. Deion Sanders got to stay at Jackson State. No, no, no. Why he leave? Why he leave for the money? I grew up in the suburbs. What the hell? Is, this a, is that a swipe at me? Was that an attempted swipe? Okay. Uh, let's go here. This is why I speak so well and I pronounce my E's and my R's. All right. What about this? Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld is rich and he has a massive car collection. Rich people don't care about cars. Rich people don't care about cars. He's got a car collection, 50 to $100 million. See? I got money. Huh? Rich people don't care about cars? Or are we just talking about actors? Or what? What are we talking about here? Rich people don't care about cars? Oh, there's a guy named Manny uh, Coachman, Coachman, who I know, and I know where his car studio is in Newport Beach. Uh, he seems to have a massive car collection. Rich people don't care about cars? That's one of a myth. And as a matter of fact, if in Newport Beach or any of these areas near the coast on Sunday, you hear all day these expensive cars that we call Sunday cars driving up and down, room up and down. And these are their second, third, fourth, and fifth cars. Okay. Second, third, fourth, and fifth. As a matter of fact, my car is a entry level car compared to the cars that you see room all up and down Newport Coast Drive and PCH. So it's a myth. That rich people don't care about cars. There's Michael Jeffrey Jordan himself with several vehicles. Rich people don't care about cars. Okay, Jay Leno. Jay Leno has a massive car collection. <laughs> All right, look at this. The, the, rich people don't care about cars. Don't, don't fool yourself out here. Do not fool yourself. That is one of the biggest normie myths. Now, listen, if you want to live in normie mythville, go ahead. You're fooling yourself. These people buy massive amounts of these vehicles. And it's not just the ninjas. It's not just the rappers, white folks, Jews, and so forth and so on. If you think about people in Saudi Arabia, the princess, as I told you, I trained the princess in Saudi Arabia. I trained the, the daughter of the, the brother of the, the king of Saudi Arabia. She herself had three vehicles herself, and she was in her early 20s. These people have car collections. I used to have a, a relationship with a mortgage company in which they had a little bit of a man cave and they had massive cars in there. Massive. All right. So one of the things that normies will do is they'll read a book and Warren Buffett will give you food to stay in your zone. And Warren Buffett will tell you, oh, cars don't mean anything to me. He drives a Honda Accord and you'll be like, eat that shit up. You'll eat that shit up. But guess what? They also have private jets. See, the cars that they have. Eh, they can buy, they can lease, they can flip, they can rent. There's nothing wrong with leasing or renting expensive vehicles. Rich people do it. Wealthy people do it. As a matter of fact, they're more concerned about getting private jets and yachts. This is Rick Caruso. He has a $100 million super yacht. So why are you saying rich people don't care about vehicles or they don't expend money on vehicles? Eh, maybe that's true, but it's a small percentage of their income. Rick Caruso sitting here with a $100 million yacht. This yacht used to be parked in Newport Beach by the Joe's Crab Shack. And I used to see it all the time. The name of the yacht is Invicitus. Matter of fact, if you want to know something, a secret about this, that is not really a secret. This young woman named Olivia Jade, the day of the college scam that broke when the when the college scam broke the news. 
Lori Laughlin's, this is Lori Laughlin's daughter. The day that this scam broke, the scandal broke, this young woman was on Rick Caruso's yacht. Okay, this young woman right here, hello. This young woman was on Rick Caruso's yacht. TMZ found out that Olivia was on Rick Caruso's yacht in the Bahamas with their chairman's daughter, Gianna, and several friends for spring break. Uh-huh. So let's just have that as a blue chip mindset thought, okay? All right, blue chip mindset thought. With that being said, guys, do not fall into the normie trap of these normie conversations that I hear. Rich people don't do this. Rich people don't do that. And you live somewhere in Topeka, Kansas, and you ain't seen hide nor hair of wealth. I've seen it. I've lived near it. I've lived near it. I've seen it up close. I've touched it. I know that those normie conversation talking points are indeed false. And what they want to do is try to say, well, you are wasting your money. Rich people wouldn't even waste that money on a vehicle. And it's false. It's false. <laughs> All right. They be getting boats. They be getting boats, right? And even when they get the boat, it ain't good enough because Rick Caruso's parking his yacht and going up and down the harbor in the back bay in a yacht, $100 million, and you sit over there with a little boat. The game, the game in America is wealth. The game in America is capitalism. The game in America is money. I got money. And yes, these people do spend money on things that you would think that they don't. So anyway, that's a blue chip mindset moment in the building here. Hey, listen. Hey. Hey, hey, don't get it twisted, man. And don't act like I just came out of nowhere that I'm some ninja from the hood and I just made a little bit of money on the tube and um, coming out here telling you how to get money. I've been around it. I've been in $10 million homes. I've been in 30 and $40 million homes and I'll have, I got the receipts to show it. Okay. Now it ain't my damn house. And I was live a few miles away from it. But that's how close I was. And that's how much access that I gained. And these people I work close with. I work close with it or I went to school with their kids. So I've seen it. And a lot of these myths that you would have to push out there for try, try to make yourself feel better for underachieving. is not exactly true when you get into the great scheme of things in America. There's massive amount of money's been here. Massive amount of money's in America. And there's people that spend your salary in one day just maintaining their mansions. <laughs> all right there's people that spend in one day or in a week what you earn in a year and they don't give a damn trust me the, these people do not give a damn they think they, they don't think they think of you guys as the the peons of america the working class and whatnot as a matter of fact if you think rich people don't care about money there was this commercial that actually uh talked about uh the gray poupon commercial which featured what two rolls royces all right. If you think of people who buy Rolls Royces, you're not talking about middle class people. Rich people were known to have Rolls Royces and chauffeurs forever. All right. If it wasn't for wealthy people and buying Rolls Royces, Rolls Royces would be out of business. OK, period. They'd be out of business, plumb out of businesses. No race sold, no nothing, no ghosts, no nothing, no old big bodies, no Bentley Continentals, no nothing. All right. Don't don't fool yourself out here. We want you to reach. We want you to reach for as much as you can get out of this country because it's there. It's there, guys. The money's there. Don't think that there ain't enough money in here for you to make a couple of extra dollars. All right. So it's there. Trust me. All right. So anyway, that's the blue chip mindset moment. And uh, should we do straggling sniggle? Nah, I'm going to do a couple of super chats. 
No phantoms, no ghosts, no nothing. <laughs> it's out there. Don't don't fool yourself. Don't make yourself feel better because you ain't achieving out here. And I don't want you to, I don't want you to, you know, we're not trying to have a penis measuring contest pause, but I do. I'm on here trying to tell you, go get some because I'm trying to go get some. And even if I don't go get some, I'm trying. Shout out to my man, Eric S. He says for the junior college fund. And don't think that these girls ain't doing no sugar baby tricks on these $100 million yachts. All right. There's girls getting fed out here by men, older men. And I know dudes will be like, well, that's tricking. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Welcome to the dark side. Welcome to the dark side. If you don't know, the dark side is litty and it's real and it ain't going anywhere. Matter of fact, did you guys see my cartoon on the dark side? Did you guys see my cartoon on the dark side? I, I showed you a cartoon yesterday, but uh, I'll show you a cartoon for today on the dark side. I know I was going to do the super chats, but uh, tales from the dark side. You guys should have saw my cartoon already. Anyway, let's go ahead and show you. Hey, play it, play it, play it. We don't have the audio. They got me again. So I get it. I get it. I get it. They got me again on that. Let me remove that. Why they keep doing me like this? Uh, stream yards always get me. Let's go ahead and put it back up. Dark side. When you go to the dark side, you're going to find out that, unfortunately, I know people don't go to the dark side and people encourage people don't go to the dark side. But when you go over there, you're going to go over there and this is what's going to happen. When you go to the dark side, you're going to go over there and you're going to be like, what are you doing here? <laughs> They're going to say, what are you doing here? People that you thought were L7 squares, they're in the dark side. And they got husbands. They got kids. They got wives. Dude, it's one of those things. You Somebody said it's tails, not tails. I know. That's why you see it in quotation marks. In quotation marks, it's tails. Do you guys get the idea? Tails tail booty you get it people try to correct me on my spelling i know it's tail t-a-l-e but i put tails do you get it do you get it you think that i make a mistake i i love when you guys think i make a mistake i did that on purpose tails like booty tail come on man they slow this morning y'all slow this morning come on man can't yeah the nerd chicks the chicks you think wouldn't be over there the skeezers, your your mama over there, your daddy, the PTA, president, teachers. What's in the dark will come to light. It's kind of like going, walking down the alley and watching people smoke crack. Then you see your principal and the president over there, your favorite YouTuber smoking crack in the corner. You like, wait a minute. Girls you go to school with will be over there and you're going to be like, Katie, what are you doing? And she's like, a girl's got to do what a girl's got to do. All right, fair use to that. Hey, the dark side, you know, it's one of those places that people don't know exist until you know. <laughs> new, 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 new world order. All right, anyway. All right, girl's got to do what a girl's got to do. You will find out. Girl's got to do what a girl's got to do. She got to make a little bit of money, man. All right, shout out to the dark side. That's available on the Coach Greg Adams channel on YouTube and then also on my Instagram. Fair use to CGA. 
Shout out to Triggerverse. It's been a while, coach. The main problem I have with plastic surgery women, I got it. It's the transformer thing. I meant I got you already, Triggerverse. All right, I got you double. Double recognition for you, but you a coach game member for life. We got four more here on the PayPal. I did fair use my channel. <laughs> the Coach Greg Adams channel, the flagship, the one that's really, really shadow banned. <laughs> I mean, you think I'm shadow banned on any channel. Shout out to Robert. He says, for saving men all over the world. He says, I salute you, Coach. Been a while, but I am always listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for the contribution and the support for the channel and the Baby Mama Terrorist Fund. This is not income. Kaylin is in the building. What you got, Kaylin? What you got, Kaylin? He says, what's up, coach? He says, when you said that there's no God in marriage, you really wasn't lying. What happened to death do us part? Dude, I, I truly believe that the majority of people, especially women, do not plan on entering marriages for life. Nah, man. They, they are out here trying to be mad at serving you a plate. I, I can't deal with American women. A.D. Austin says Warren Buffett is notorious for misleading normies to stay in their lane. It's a subversion tactic for sure. People don't get it. Warren Buffett says, and Warren Buffett lives in his house that he grew up in in Nebraska. You believe that? Anyway, look, I ain't look. I don't want no smoke. I don't want no smoke from the NWO. They too big. You believe that shit? All right, go ahead. <laughs> they they keeping you in your lane. All right, that's all that in my mind. I don't believe none of that shit. All right, come on, man. You think I'm going to just walk up to his house that he grew up in in Nebraska? Yeah, okay. All right. I'm pretty sure he owns a house that he grew up in in Nebraska, whether he lives there with his old fat wife, allegedly. <laughs> come on, man. Come on, bro. He don't drive Lamborghinis. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. I bet you he does. I'm going to bet that he drives one. Dude, I met this dude. I, I met this dude. He, my kids went to school. We were uh, we worked fundraisers together. And uh, I went to his house. I knew this dude for at least four years. At least four years. All I ever seen him drive was like a BMW, like a BMW 5, 7 Series. He, and he's a wealth investor. He got plenty of money. He got a big house. He got a trophy wife, flat, fat black, flat back trophy wife, submissive. She works at home. She, he got a, he got a, like nannies and all. Cool. Cool dude. I went to his house and I've been to his house several times, but one day I popped in his garage and in his garage was a 9-11. It was a 9-11 in his garage. I had never seen him in four years drive that 9-11. Never, never seen him. And it was parked in there and it had dust on it. <laughs> like he literally just will pull that shit out. Unassuming, no bragging, no nothing. Never knew he had one. Never. And that's what you will know about wealthy folks. They drive around with BMWs and Mercedes and Range Rovers. And in their garage, they never will tell you. They just quietly pull that shit out. They never drop their kids off. They don't brag. They don't do nothing with it. They got one. And I guarantee you, Warren Buffett got one. Stop. I've seen it too much. All right, shout out to AD Austin. Girls who get surgery are super insecure. Borderline personality disorder type. 100%. 100%. And uh, I tell you guys, that's why I don't get fascinated by IG models. I'm always like, I, I dealt with a lot of IG models and I'm like, I'm not fascinated by them. I will pipe them real quick, but that's it. I will pipe this card. They don't, they don't impress me beyond that. Last two, Henry Resilient, Jay-Z bought a $28 million Rolls Royce boat tail. Yeah, but, but, but 
but he's a he's a ninja rapper, right? So it don't count. Only ninja rappers rappers waste money on cars. That's the idea that people want to uh, make you believe. And I'm telling you, it is not true. Big Doe Butter, the real problem with XXs is that they lazy. Give them the buzzer. Super duper lazy. Shout out to, hey, ladies, y'all need to get on. Y'all need to get on your grind. Speaking of, let's get on the Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Let's get our intro. Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Somebody said, sure, Bernie Madoff had a Civic too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, he don't. He, yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I'm here to tell you anti-normy stuff to get your stuff out of your head. But you want to believe shit like that? Go ahead. All right. The people that don't drive expensive cars, they also got private jets. All right. So how do you how do you reconcile that? Straggling Sniggle Theater. We have two skits. Remember, Straggling Sniggle Theater can be a skit. And then we can have a lesson from the skit. So the first one, oh, you know what I'm going to have to do before I share it? I'm going to have to pull them down. All right, I'm going to have to pull them down and share the tab. All right, share screen. We're going to go with Red Flag Woman. All right, and both of these, I believe this is the same woman. This is the same woman. I think these two do skits together. And I wish, I think I can tell you um, who their channel is in a minute. So fair use to these two. And this is a very funny skit about women and the men that they choose. Women and the men that they choose. For some reason, I'm lost here. Okay. Let's go ahead and play it. Fair use. It says what dating is like these days. So tell me more about yourself. So for starters, I cook. Okay, chef. My mama raised me right, so I clean. Okay. And I am extremely loyal, if I do say so myself. I appreciate the okay. same, you know. <laughs> My friend group is not full of guys that just want to, you know, and... Oh, oh, no, you... <laughs> so focus right here, focus right here. I got what you need, I got what you need. Listen, <clears throat> uh, I like to travel. I'm well-traveled, I'm well-cultured. Um, listen, uh, you know what? You, you're you're great. Uh, you're so good. Um, but um, I'll go. I would see. That's what the problem is. You don't see what's good right in front of you. So tell me more about. It. All right. <laughs> okay. So of course, this is a skit. Where's the skit, guys? But uh, they're playing on common things that people deal with and women will say you know what i mean i like a guy who puts me in check keeps me in check he don't be following me and all of these things they seem to they seem to always pick the wrong guy all right and uh they end up complaining about the wrong guy and then they will talk about the wrong guy and and, and they'll say all guys are like that guy mm-hmm. we tend to do that here and the good women say no that's not us so this can be true on both ends but this kid shows you that even women couldn't be aware that even when the guy has it all, they will pass him up for the guy that might be a little bit more of a catch physically or status-wise or wealth-wise or whatever the reason they're picking him from. And they will run to them even if he is waving a big giant red flag. We'll show it again. We'll show it again. So tell me more about yourself. So for starters, I cook. Okay, chef. My mama raised me right, so I clean. Okay. And I am extremely loyal. Now, one thing I want to tell you about is there's guys like this in comment sections on the internet and they are disgusting. They, they do things like that. Um, you know, I, I'll do the cooking and the cleaning. Uh, I always make fun of them. This, this, uh, where y'all, y'all making deals with three Oh fours. Like y'all say things like, uh, you cook on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'll cook on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and we'll go out on Sunday. Mm. Remember, I, I used to say that and y'all be making deals with him and a good man helps when he comes home and all that shit and I'll be like dude that's what y'all this is what you look like online this is what you look like online 
And the women are like, oh, that's cool. You're the good guy. All right, but let me show you again. Let's go ahead and play it. He got, he's waving all the green flags. That's you. On the comment section, you're just waving green flags like this. And guess what? When it comes down to it, there's something else they want. Let's continue. If I do say so myself, I appreciate the same, you know? <laughs> My friend group is not full of guys that just want to, you know, and... Oh, oh, no, you... <laughs> Focus right here. Focus right here. I got what you need. I got what you need. Listen, <clears throat> uh, I like to travel. I'm well-traveled. I'm well-cultured. Um, listen. Uh, you know what? You, you're you're great. Uh, you're so good. Um, but um, I'll go. I would... See? And she ran to him, ran to his arm, ran to the red flag guy. <laughs> That's what the problem. That's what the problem is. That's what the problem is. Oh man, poor guy. But yes, it's just a skit, and uh, this is not true. This they they made that up, Coach. They made that up. All right. So uh, let's see. I believe these are the same two individuals. So shout out to them for making these skits. We really appreciate it. And I think I can share their names on the gram here. Okay. So this one is similar. This is now a relationship, and I believe this is their Instagrams right here, I-C-H-V-S-U. I don't know what that means. And then naturally, Maloney. All right, fair use. This is a, a guy trying to convince his girlfriend to go on a boy's trip. This is a guy. This is the good guy in a relationship, alleged good guy, trying to convince his girlfriend to let him go on a guy's trip. Boy, I tell you, man. This is crazy, and it's a skit. Let's continue. This is Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Who's going? Me, Jay, Idris. Where are you going? Airbnb. Send it to your email. When are you going? November 15th. What are you guys going to be doing? You know, it's just, just a cabin trip. It's Jay's birthday. We're just going to have a little fun. Any girls? No, no, no girls. Why would there be girls? These are the only people that are coming. Any special activities I should know about? We might do a bonfire, but we won't get more freaky than that. Is Jamal going? No, 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 no. This is a married man trip only. Okay. Yes. Fine. Yes. I can go. Oh, I can go. Woo. That's too much power and control to have for one woman to have. Remember in Malcolm X, they had that scene where Malcolm X told everybody the fruit of Islam to march off and the white police officers were like, that's too much power for one Negro to have. All right. This is the same thing. This is too much power for one woman to have. I can go. Yeah. No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh Oh, it's Jamal. Hey, Jamal, they're going to be shaking that thing. <laughs> hey, 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 don't tell your girl now. He just don't have a seizure. You know how he just get with him around on stick, girl. Come on, man. She really thought you were staying in that cabin? That thing looks like a boat. I'm in trouble, aren't I? Oh, that's so, ooh. Again, this is a skit. Thank, shout out to the actors here. I'm in trouble, aren't I? <sighs> You have 30 seconds. So um, I'll play it in full for you guys there. There's an example of kind of the dynamics of people who think is a healthy relationship. And I'm going to let you guys know this is not healthy, but we think that this is healthy. Of course, you would give instructions on how you're going to operate. You would be forthright and upfront. We know she would not give you the same consideration and most likely she's going to lie. And you most likely won't cover your tracks because you think your girl would never do that to you. And meanwhile, she'll come back, get skeeted in her guts impregnated by another dude in South Beach. But in this situation, we accept this type of situation where the black male is the son husband to the companion mother, uh, companion single mother and or girlfriend. You think you have to ask 
in game permission and put up this whole charade to get permission for her to let you go on a guy's trip. Free agent lifestyle for life. Who's going? Me, Jay, Idris. Where are you going? Airbnb, send it to your email. When are you going? November 15th. What are you guys going to be doing? You know, it's just, just a cabin trip. It's Jay's birthday. We're just going to have a little fun. Any girls? No, no, no girls. Why would there be girls? These are the only people that are coming. Any special activities I should know about? We might do a bonfire, but we won't get more freaky than that. Is Jamal going? No, 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 no. This is a married man trip only. Okay. Yes. Fine. Yes. I can go? Yes. Yes! Hey, I'm already there and I got your girls on the way. Hey, Jamal, don't. They gonna be shaking that thing. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Don't tell your girl now. He just don't have a seizure. Right? He just get with him getting around on stick, girl. Come on, man. She really thought you were staying in that cabin? That thing looks like a boat. I'm in trouble, aren't I? So anyway, man, yeah, I find these things. This is what I call normie humor. This is normie humor. But again, I'm not shitting on the content creators. I, I think they do a great job. Those two skits that I've seen, I don't, I'm not subscribed to them. But um, maybe I'll go follow them. Those two skits that I've seen were done great. They did a great job of, you know, communicating these thoughts and passing them on and creating some humor around it. But it's normie humor. This is normie knee slapper. And then you create a conversation around it. Oh, oh, oh you know. <laughs> But uh, shout out to them and uh, the okie dokie humor. Oh, Lee Slapper. Oh, you know what I mean? Oh, when my boyfriend and oh, when I go, you know, you know normie humor, uh, normie humor. I can't really get a hold of. But anyway, let's uh, shout them out and then exit the straggle and sniggle. But coach, it's a skit. <laughs> but coach, it's a skit. I know it's a skit. And let me get to a couple of super chats just to keep it going. Never mind. All right. Do me a favor. Hit the like button in the building and we're going to get a little belly deli. We got a, a we got a, a report here that I want you to see. And this is about the student loan debt crisis. Check it out. So women, you know, we're more educated now. And Americans owe more than $1.5 trillion in student loan debt. And women reportedly hold around two thirds of that debt. Women hold nearly two-thirds of the outstanding student debt at around $930 billion. Now, some presidential candidates are proposing solutions to fix the worsening debt problem. This proposal completely eliminates student debt in this country. I also found it interesting that 37% of women don't really understand the whole student loan payback system, but men, they understand it a little bit better. So you're going to pay for people who didn't save any money, and those of us that did the right thing get screwed. And the irony is that this is Elizabeth Warren, the woman who is getting 300000 a year for teaching one course. How do you feel about these people here who, who show up to, to show their free speech trying to censor you right now? By the way, uh, for you people that don't know, the student loan debt moratorium has been extended till June of 2023. And your boy Joe Biden is waiting to fight in Supreme Court whether he does have the power to eliminate ten to twenty thousand dollars of your student loan debt. And straggle daggles are going crazy; they're pensive. But this would have been a wonderful time to pay off your student loan debt because no interest has been accruing in the past two years, and you could have knocked out the debt. But nope, you're waiting. Anyway, let's get to story number two right here. Keenan, Keenan, what's his last name? We'll get to it. 
joins the junior college. All right, shout out to junior college. Uh, the junior college, man, a peace leave is a terrible thing to waste. Uh, let's go ahead and share the screen here of your boy Keenan from Keenan and Kel. His name is, and I, I misspelled his name, Keenan Thompson, allegedly dating a 19-year-old magician, he report, magician, musician that he reportedly mentored. I'm going to go ahead and give him the prices right for this one. And, of course, I reported some negative things about Keenan and his divorce and how he got played by his wife. And his wife really jumped back on the carousel after she didn't been ran through more times than the Holland Tunnel with that other comedian. Well, we go ahead and give him, yes, a magician, a, mag a magician. It's a musician. Do me a favor, hit the like button in the building. And, hey, let's go ahead and read this article right here about this metaphile. And, uh, yes, she's of the flatback variety. She's legal. Keenan Thompson has recently sparked dating rumors with a much younger woman. Thompson, age 44, has caused a mass of fan speculation after he was recently spotted with a 19-year-old musician. Her name is Aria Lizlo. Lizlo, I can't do it. It says right here, a photo of the alleged couple was shared on Reddit showing Thompson and Lizlo during a night out at the ice rink. Let's see what this Uncle Tom was out here doing. All right, a night out the, where, where, where's the ice rink picture? All right, maybe I'll find it out. According to reports, the SNL comedian and Lizlo had developed a close friendship. <laughs> Somebody said he took advantage of the junior college transfer portal. Indeed. And, uh, you know, it's all fair. And it says right here in Thompson, allegedly, uh, people, wait, and Thompson, allegedly, people within his circles said that he's mentoring her. Okay. Thompson and Lizlo, Lizlo, has also been spotted out on another occasion, including at a theme park concert and rumored fashion show. And she recently turned 19 on October 2022. Oh, people going to be big mad. <laughs> people going to be big mad at this. All right. Uh, but listen, this is how the world turns. If these were two, if this was a woman age 40, uh, what was the one girl share? Um, and we actually talked about yesterday. There's a show. There's a show where 40 women in their 40s are down in the Dominican Republic getting their groove back. Nobody's saying a word. But then when I cheer this on, you guys get uncomfortable. You'd be like sweating bullets. It's legal. If women can do it, you can do it. If they can get their groove back, you can do it. Groove me. Oh, yeah, baby tonight all right where are we at here it says right here uh it says right here she recently turned 19 on october 2020 and reportedly celebrated with a birthday dinner hosted by thompson himself it says right here the young musician was even invited to the set of saturday night live where she was photographed wearing a wristband during the live taping of the com uh, comedy sketch show on october of 2022 and she says she's a musician that covers pop, soul, and R&B. Of course, she's using him as a stepping stone to bigger and greater things, and I see no problem with that. All right, uh, it says right here. All right, let me see if I can find the photo. Is that her? Is this her? All right, all right. Hey, that's her right there? All right, let me see. Is there more? All right, I approve. I approve of this. Let's go ahead and get out. I, I approve. Hold up. Let's give him the dark side laugh and the clap here. <laughs> Where's the picture? <laughs> you know, sometimes you got to go to the junior. Oh, she got a, she got a OnlyFans. All right. Hey, most women got OnlyFans at this point. All right. Especially industry chicas. Let me see if I can find the picture of them at the roller skating rink. 
Keenan Thompson roller. Uh, well, no, it's roller skating. It was ice skating. Ice skating. All right, let me see if I can find a picture of him. I can't imagine him on the. Oh, he can ice skate too. He was in the Mighty Ducks. I didn't. Okay, shout out to. See, some things I don't realize. Some things I don't know. So he know how to ice skate. Y'all brothers, man. Oh, I guess that's too white for y'all. That's too suburban. All right, that's too suburban. Y'all be like, that's white. Remember I did that show the other day? Everything that's, you know, people do other than brothers, that's white. Where's the girlfriend? Where's the girlfriend? He knows how to ice skate. How white of him? Here it is. I believe I got the photo. <laughs> oh, they caught his ass. Pop, pop, the poppy, the poppy, <laughs> the Pavarotti's caught him. Uh, let's see here. There's the Pavarotti's caught him. Look at him. Oh, he looking like. He looking like the uh, he looking like the cat got his tongue right there. He looking like the canary in the coal mine. <laughs> By the way, I don't ice skate. That shit is painful. Yeah, it's a I don't ice skate. All right, so shout out to Keenan Thompson for uh, ascending to the heights of the junior college. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> Oh man. Uh let's see who who who's up next. Who do we got next? Oh, this was for the nasty boys. The economy is getting weird and uh young women are having to find their way and we told you that this is what they're going to do. The price is going to plummet. They're going to have to start doing things, you know, being a celibate. Shout out to the celibates that are out here. And of course, it's the cat that ate the canary. Okay, whatever. <laughs> the canary in a coal mine. Um and uh, as such, women are going to have to find ways to show a little leg. But, of course, the flatbacks are out. Even the flatbacks are trying to go work at Hooters. Take a look at this picture. This is quite painful. Coach enjoys the flatbacks. But I don't know, man. This is a little too much flatback for me. What in the hell? Nasty boy, stand up. Oh, that's nasty. Yo, the economy is this bad. There's women that would normally be working at Hooters. But they got they got Instagram and OnlyFans, right? So the Hooters are having to dig down deep at the bottom of the barrel to dish out them nasty ass wings. Oh, this can't be real. I hope this is a Photoshop. <laughs> I hope this is a Photoshop. Now, with this being said, gentlemen, this is time for a CGA poll. <laughs> this is time for a CGA poll. And I'm going to put it up here and surprise you guys. All right, let me see here. Let me see here. Or Hooters Kaylee. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me see if I can get it right. This is time for a poll. All right, for the nasty nasty boys, stand up here. I'm going to put up two women. Let me see. Hooters Kaylee. Hooters Kaylee. I got to put up to see what the, the guys will do here. And you can vote. I can't type right now. I messed it up. All right, all right. Anyway, I'll get it. Let's go ahead and add this right there to the community. I'll ask you brothers right there. Uh, let's dish up a serving of how nasty your slow Tuesday going to be. All right, is it going to be this nasty? All right, shout out to the nasty boys. Could it perhaps be this nasty? What's the question? What's your body count? What? What's your body count? Body count? 260, I'm not going to lie. No, not your, your body count. What do you mean? How many? Three, 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 three. Oh, no, she's way more lightweight than I am. Ma'am, how many bodies have you had sex with? 
Oh, no, I can't count that. <laughs> no, I cannot. <laughs> Let's just say it's more than the 10 fingers, okay? Okay. Okay, he said. Are y'all going with our famous or are we going flat back to Kaylee? All right, which one y'all going with? And we'll see right now what we got. We got a dead heat right now with the nasty boys. <laughs> All right, what y'all doing? What y'all doing? Oh, that's nasty. Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay focused. Yeah, man, what we doing? Let me see here. We got uh, the Gordita is in the lead right now, 55 to 45. Ladies, y'all can, he says the wings are trash too. Ladies, you can vote in here too where you think men want to go. All right. The Gordita's in the slight lead right now, which is not surprising. You know, y'all brothers like I'm thick, round and thick. All right. And you already know, man, they going to be saggy waggies out there. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game? That he made, which is okay with me, because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. Massive, massive, like the side of your head, the sides of your head. Just make sure you don't catch, they don't catch you. All right, last one of this segment. This segment is, I think this is probably a prawn star. Ladies, it's hard for y'all to get attention out here, man. Women be putting their attention out here way too easy. All right, so uh, this is a woman who is a prawn star, I believe, I don't know, I can't even confirm, but she's on Barstool Sports, and she's going to talk about short kings. Short king season, she's going to say. Now, listen to what she says here, and um, this is going to kind of sum up the good guy, bad guy argument. This is going to be essentially a that's you moment. And that's Let's you. Let's go ahead and, uh, oh, I got to do this. I can't share that part. Hold on for a second. I'm going to have to do that again. I keep, I keep forgetting that they got me. All right, hold on for a second. Let me share the right tab. I got to do it like that. All right, so here we go right here. Let's go ahead and refresh the screen and uh, hear what she has to say about tall guys versus short guys. Sexual talking or short king? Short king. I feel like I did a lot of tall kings back in my day. And like usually their only personality trait is being over six foot tall. Can I say one thing? Yeah. If you're over six foot tall, you probably have a terrible personality. Yes. Because you fucking have been over six foot tall your whole life. All these girls are just throwing themselves at mm -hmm. you because you're fucking tall and shit. Have zero personality. My best friend group, there's about 10 of us. We're all like five, nine Italians from Long Island. There's one tall Irish guy and he gets so many girls. And frankly, the guy's a personality of a pack. And you know who I'm talking about. You'll probably watch this, but if it's true. You know it's true. <laughs> and it's fucked up. It is. The stigma needs to end. It does. That's why we're doing this. 2022. That's literally Short right. King. 2023. 2023 is over. Okay. Short King 2023. Now, you know, Short Kings will think that this is a win. They'll be like, oh, good. Short King season. However, however, if you notice what she said, <laughs> if you look at up here, if you notice what she said, she said, I've already been run through by all the tall kings. I've already, you said that brother's starving. Yes, that brother is starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> she said, I've already been ran through by all the tall kings. So she essentially said, and that's you. Let's go ahead and listen to it again. Put your ears on. Listen to it. Sexual talking or short king? Short king. I feel like I've did a lot of tall kings back in my day there it is i did a lot of tall kings back in my day 
I can't tell you if she's even over the age of 21. Might be barely over the age of 26. Okay. And she's already done all of the tall kings back in the day. She said. And that's you. Wow. Wow. Anyway, uh, just know that when it comes on here before you celebrate, most of the time that's the case. They've already been ran through more times than the Holland Tunnel. And then they show up with you and they say, you're the good guy. You're the one who lasts. Nice guys. Nice guys win in the end. Just wait. All right. Nice guys win in the end. Somebody says she averaged too. Yeah, if you know anything. By the way, we have a dead heat in the poll. Gorditas are up 51 to 49, a slight majority. A slight majority. 51%. Wow, 51%. And we're the Gorditas are winning. All right, Gorditas so uh, thick chicks. It's your season right now. <laughs> oh, man. Poe things out in the building. All right, our like ratio is slightly, slightly low. All right, so what that means is it is a time to get our likes up, and we're going to get a little belly deli. All right, so let's get to about 800, 850 likes. And so let's present to the screen here. Do me a favor. Take some time. I know you're on your job, and we got to definitely bring God the pain. What really gets me is that some of y'all be scared of a little belly. Y'all y'all see how scrumbly little Uncle Shaq is? Y'all see how scrumbly that thing and it was super heavy you see what she patted it it was like heavy a little belly y'all y'all see how scrum diddly um shit it look ooh, ooh, baby girl y'all scared of a little belly deli y'all scared of a little belly deli for what who told you be scared of that belly let it lose some let it i know y'all see the football prank the football prank go crazy the football prank go crazy come on parabola Come on, Y equal X squared. Maybe cubed on some days. All right, heavy Chevy in the building. Man, almighty. Woo. Right now, she's winning in the poll right there. 52%, 48% for the flat back to Kaylee. Wow, it gets pretty tough out here. It gets pretty tough. It gets pretty tough. Watch out out here. All right, let me check some contributions to today's show. All right, shout out to uh, a big dope butter said the real problem with XX is that they're lazy. Um, But to me, I think they're too, they're they're spread too thin. They're spread too thin, meaning they're most of the jobs that they do aren't very physically taxing, but they're more mentally taxing. And even when they go, they're not really doing much when they go to a job. They might think they did something. They push some pen pencils over here. They push some papers over here. They took dictation. They had a couple of meetings. They fired off a couple of emails. They returned a couple of phone calls. And then that was somewhat stressful. They played the corporate. They played office all day. And it seems, seems mentally taxing. And it's socially taxing. Right. There's a lot of drama, office drama that they're doing, office politicking, affairs. There's a lot of shit going on there. It's just like a daytime drama. It's like a daytime drama. So it is somewhat taxing. But then when they come home, they want to decompress. Oh, boy. Oh, oh, I did all this. 
And then they think that they're going to be not expected to do what they're supposed to do to keep home. Meaning if you live by yourself, I've been saying this, you're going to have to do your own laundry. You're going to have to cook your own food. But of course, now Uber Eats and they probably pay somebody. They drop their clothes off at the, at the laundromat and get them done and folded. They still got clothes in a dryer right now in their apartment complex. There's their, their clothes are still piled on the dryer that one of their neighbors put their clothes and panties all over the place. And then they pissed off. And it's still sitting there from two days ago. But yeah, they tend to get lazy on those efforts. And they, for some reason, believe that keeping upkeeping of your place is somehow demoralizing. When you're going to have to do that yourself. I mean, been preaching this for years. It's like, like, don't you make your own food? <laughs> like, why are you mad you got to make two extra taquitos tonight? You're going to make two or three extra pieces of dino chicken nuggets in Tombstone Pizza. You're going to make an extra serving of mac and cheese tonight. <laughs> You're like, what the hell are you talking about? You need to be in here helping. It's it's extremely la lazy, man. And I think they what they want to do is try to say, this is my ticket out of doing these responsibilities. But uh, it's a trap. It is definitely a trap. So never, never fall for that particular trap. People who do this are lazy and they have to do it for themselves. So why not do it for me? We the king of this ish. Yeah, they be smoking weed. Do I don't know if you guys know and you guys know me on the smoking weed thing. I think women and weed is a bad combination. Deadly. That woman is going to be one of the laziest women on planet Earth. Bare minimum. And they get rewarded for doing the bare minimum. They'll be like, hey, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Bare minimum shit that any common human being should be able to be, be able to do. All right. And then, of course, if they do women who smoke weed are down. I, that's a red flag to me. Red flag. It's not the purpose and weed is bad. It's just that they're. Eventually, if they smoke too much, they don't even not even do their hair right. <laughs> they too lazy to do their hair. Women and sedatives don't mix. They don't mix. Women that take sed sedative drugs, no. And wine, uh, antidepressants, um, weed, and there's another one. There's another one. Any that, anything that they do to sedate them, bad combination. Because it's going to double down on laziness. Lushes, lushes. They go to brunch. Lush. <laughs> Perks. <laughs> So, yeah, man, you guys got to watch out. They that That is a deadly combination. All right, so let's get into this. John, John A says, Coach, my friend just left Vegas, got married to a single mammy after dating her for three months. She just got here from Ukraine. Oh, my God, no. Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay focused. Bruh, he already got swindled on the Ukrainian chick. Then we told you to get your defenses up. Didn't we tell you, do not fall for the Ukrainian chick? Dude, they coming over there, Eastern European, submissive as all. They coming over from a war, alleged war-torn area. But they out there still turning tricks. And and they're they going to come here. Oh, I, I need your help. Natasha. Natasha put it on you. Va va voom. Natasha need help. Natasha love you. Natasha need help. Natasha in war zone. Natasha need move in. Natasha need you take care of kid. Va va voom, va va voom, va va voom. Natasha need money. 
<laughs> and he fell for it. Oh, Lord, not Natasha. Man, you can get 5011 Natashkas if you go over there. All right. You can rent them. Rent Natashkas. All right. Rent a Natashka. N- Natashka need papers, visa. Natashka need, N- Natashka need diplomatic immunity. No, man. Hell no. Oh, uh, no, man. Shout out to Natashka in the building. You guys can't fall for simple stuff like that. Simpletons, I tell you. Dude, you can rent Natasha, throw her back to them streets, and be done with Natasha, bang. You can get you another one. Watch out for Eastern European women, by the way. Watch out for them. That they, they might as well just be the ghetto versions of white folk. <laughs> I've told you this for a long time. Look it up. You can look up Eastern European women and, and Russian women from Eastern Europe. They be fighting in the street like straggles. They be fighting in the street. Tire iron people. All right. They be they be out there just. Over women, like grabbing them by the hair, beating them up, and it look all gray skies. You got to watch out for them, man. They are strack. They are the ver- They're just straggled animals, all right. And they th- what that means is this is to have a ghetto mindset. They are coming in from war torn areas. Eastern Europe been fighting for centuries. They they're, they're the original barbarians, and they come from ghettos and slums and bad economics and horrible weather. Horrible weather. But they got pretty feet, though. Yeah, they got the Eastern European body look, the body type that was famous, made famous by um, model industry in the 80s and the 90s. So if you're an older guy, a boomer, a Generation Xer, you might fall for the Eastern European easily because they have the look that was popularized by the Sports Illustrated swimsuit model. <laughs> that's what you that's what you follow. So all your life, you've been conditioned to believe that that is the standard of beauty. So then what they do is they just beat their head. They just beat their head over with a peroxide blonde do and you stuck. They put their feet out and it's a rap ski. Yep. But y'all fall for it. Croatia, Yugoslavia, Ukraine. Uh, you go down the list of them, Russia, Eastern Europe, you go down the list and they just waiting. They just waiting for you. Let me show you. There used to be a sports illustrated model that looked like that. I think she might've even been Russia. Let me see if I can find her. Oh, you know, I can't remember names. I think this is her here. I'll, I'll show you an example. This would be the example right here. Let me see if I can put. Oh, wait a minute. I thought I was sharing the screen. This would be the example right here. All right. So this was a Sports Illustrated model, right, from the late 90s into 2000s. All right. So this look right here, most women in Eastern Europe look just like that. But a little bit of blonde. But they ghetto, though. <laughs> they ghetto, you know what I mean? Collarbone and all this shit. And you think that's what you get. You're like, oh, I'm getting a, I'm getting an exotic model. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And some of them do well. Not all of them. Poland, same thing. You, Bulgaria, same thing. Lithuania. All right. They kind of. It's like they are a dime a dozen. Dime a dozen over there. Over here, the women over here. No, they like that's the look that gets me the top tier guy. And so you can't get them here because they're expensive. And you take your ass over there and you run all the way over there to Eastern Europe. And then you bring them back. And in their portfolio, they had a dude, they had a boyfriend named Igor that used to ski up the club. And then you're going to look at Igor. Let me see. And Igor worked as security at the Gulag. Her, her boyfriend that used to beat them guts. <laughs> he said, because they starving to death. You ain't lying. Her, 
her boyfriend, Igor, that used to shoot up the club, her club. He got <laughs> Sergey. He a big old barbarian smoking eight packs of cigarettes a day. Eight packs of cigarettes. And he worked part-time security at the gulag in Serbia with 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 a uh, two degree Fahrenheit weather. And he used to come in and drag her and <laughs> and then you come in there vodka for breakfast. He used to come in there drink a whole pint vodka, just report to work every day. Hi, Vladimir here. I see you come for the wives here. <laughs> and then you come over there. Oh, my God. You're the standard of beauty. You're the American princess. Put more blonde in your hair. We'll drag you back. I'll give you a wonderful life. You move her right into the house. Suburbs. Marry her in two weeks. Igor still calling her. Hi, Natasha. What have you learned over there? <laughs> Vlad the Impaler's here. We're going to send them over there and we're going to watch everything that you do over there. Yeah, man. Igor on her WhatsApp. Every night she talking to Igor, Vladimir the Impaler. Hi, Vladimir. It's Natasha, your princess. I'm in America and I have a black personal trainer. <laughs> yeah, bro. Nah, hell no. She be trying to tell you to take her to hockey games so she can see dudes with last names with 26 letters on the back of their damn jersey so she can feel at home. Perhaps you take me to the Golden Knight game. They're playing the Detroit Red Wings. And she's watching everybody, all those big ass six foot five guys in, on ice skates. Or. Look at Ovechkin there. I remember him. Hear him a superhero over in my nation. <laughs> 45 letters in his last name and not a consonant to be seen. Yes. <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right. Let me stop. Let me stop with my heart. Somebody says. <laughs> okay. Hold on. I'm going to get to that. Uh, let's see. Shout out to where we at here. Uh, <laughs> so my man got swindled. All right. JC says my junior college falling in love. It's time to cut her. Get her out of there. Get her out of there, man. You put, you don't put that pipe on her. JC, <laughs> you don't put the pipe on your junior college girl. Uh, the one thing that I find of dealing with junior college girls, I know y'all be like, well, they're in the streets and they got 18 sugar daddies, but sometimes they fall in love with the pipe. You got to remember these are young women, right? Sometimes they can disengage emotionally and let you access them. Sometimes they fall in love. They they can't help it. Women can't help it. Uh, biologically, they're going to fall for the first few men in their lives, um, especially if you treat them well. You know what I mean? We tend to want to treat younger women well and not just dispose of them. So you're nice and you're letting them down and you're like, you letting them down, you know, nice. They, they tend to appreciate that. Don't mean they're going to be faithful and loyal to you. No, I'm not saying that. All right, Blue Baggins says, I lived in Eastern Europe for eight years. Best looking white women on earth and a whole lot of easy pink sleeves. Shout out to you. Yes, Blue Baggins. That's a brother there. Uh, yeah, they're going to fall into that standard of beauty for sure. And they're going to be tall and long. They're going to they're gonna be this woman right here. No, I ain't going to show it. Uh, but, um, you know, I know brothers are mad at this part of the conversation. Look, man, if you just so racist, you can't appreciate women of other 
racist. I don't know what to tell you. You're lost in life. I don't get it. You, we can all have preferences, but if you can, if you're one of these guys, no, all Asians are ugly. I'm like, oh my god, like, oh, stop, stop. I can't stand when people do that. Look, if you want to say there's one better than the other, that's fine. But if uh, if you pull a Dr. Umar, I can't even get aroused by a white woman. I'd be like, you know, you lying. You know, you lying. Stop. We don't lie over here. <laughs> they be lost. Y'all one of the lost people in America. Y'all want Deion Sanders to stay at Jackson State, don't y'all? Y'all wanted him that. Hey, one of the reasons I'll never, never want to run back. I always tell you to leave the community. And Deion Sanders' job, they're proving that no matter what you do, they still going to be mad at you. This dude, Deion, put Jackson State on the map. I'm sure the, most of the country never even know where Jackson State was, right? They're like, where the hell is that? What state is Jackson? Okay, so he put them on the map for three years, stood in there, in the trenches. I've been at Jackson State. I used to coach at Southern, as I used to call it, at Baton Rouge. Jackson State was in, in the swack with us. I've been there. It's not impressive. I've been to so-called white schools, very impressive facilities. and But but now they're tearing down his mural. <laughs> wow. Like, the, like you're supposed to stay there down. At, crabs in a barrel for real. Crabs in a barrel is real. No, nah, he's supposed to stay here and make $300,000 a year and struggle with recruiting his whole life. He's supposed to just give up his whole life being your superhero. One of the things at um one of the things I tell you, man, is the one thing that we got to break up is the hero complex that we give to celebrities. We always think some celebrity or Instagram person, famous person is going to be the way we change the direction of the community. That's false. That's absolutely false. And we put these things expectations on people to sacrifice their lives under duress <laughs> under duress pure duress like his office was raided and robbed his locker room and football player and this happens at every university so i won't say that but there's going to be tighter security at colorado every con every school i was at the locker room got robbed but with that being said he got robbed and they put that shit under the they hid that they didn't want him to report on how many times his office got robbed in the locker room and they broke into his vehicle they didn't have the security trust me he put up with a lot of things that he did not report on and people think oh just just put up with it just be our superhero oh hell no i tell you man um at the end of the day you will help and he helped put them on the map and at the end of the day it just wasn't enough sad sad commentary why don't they appreciate the years that he gave them that he sacrificed to be there? You're not supposed to sacrifice a struggle the entire time. I'm not going to come down and struggle with you. I'll come down for a little while, help you up. But if y'all don't want to take advantage of the situation that I present presented, I ain't going to be here for a good time. I ain't going to be here for a long time. I'm going to be here for a good time. Absolutely sad, sad. And for you brothers, I want you to realize this and you can disagree with me. If you want, he should have stayed two more years. He should have stayed three more years. Okay, you could, you could have that argument. He still was going to leave anyway. He's going to leave anyway. Y'all want him to be the modern-day Eddie Robinson. That's not going to happen. Nobody even does that. Not only that, he could have got fired by the university at any point at will, and he would have lost his contract by just sticking around. But number one, get rid of the hero complex. Number two, you young men have to understand that helping the community is not the answer. Going backwards is not the answer. 
you want to bring people forward with you. Okay. I also said the community of the school, that's not your community. That's a community that was designated for you. It was a community that was designated for you. So stop saying that the hood is your community and the black community and Martin Luther King Avenue is your community. No, that's the community that was designated for you and the goal is to get out. That's a blue chip mindset moment. YouTube trash talker says, I didn't go to the junior college. I went to the sex and eight projects. This chick had dust on her fan blades. Yep, her ceiling fan blades like the jungle overgrowth with more stains on the wall and light switches than an auto shop. Nope. I can't go to Straggleville. I can't go to Straggleville. All right. Yeah, you got to bounce. And right now, Kaylee, flatback Kaylee has overtaken the Gordita 51 to 49. Yep. Shout out to Teddy KGB. I used to work at the gym where the where the big fish worked out. He says nothing but Russian and Ukrainian chicks working out. They knew they had to stay in shape. And ladies, man, I tell you, I could see why people would bring a European woman over or an Asian woman over. Uh, again, lazy women. All right. Late, you know, I want I'm not I'm not trying to demean you, but women are lazy. Like you they'll literally put expectations on you. The minute you say, All right, I'll pay for everything you need. Ladies, I'll pay for everything you need. You won't even have to worry about a bill. I know people are going to say this tricking, and this is not what I would say I would do. I'm just to give you an example. I'll make sure you won't have a financial need. I will take care of it. Now, I'm not going to buy you a Gucci bag every month. Okay, get that out of your head. But you won't have to worry about the bills. All you have to worry about is keeping your focus on staying in shape and doing X, Y, and Z and whatever that is. They'll complain about that shit. They'll complain. <laughs> They'll complain that they're a slave. You're financially abusing them. You still need to help around the house. You, you don't, you're trying to keep me in shape. Um, you're, you're trying to tell me I ain't good enough. <laughs> you, they'll still complain about it. It's one of the most, it's one of the most oddest things that you've ever seen. And to be fair, this is only in America. Mm. Yeah. you. And then they be like, oh, well, I don't owe you any sex. I'm going to tell you one thing they'll do and watch out for this. This is a trick that married women will do. What married women will do is they'll say, you can have it anytime you want. Anytime you want, you can have me do whatever you want with me. And you're going to be like, this is fantastic. And then you're going to go and you're going to grab her caveman style. Come on, come on to the room. Yep, you can do whatever you want with me. And she'll be enjoying it seemingly. You'll think she's enjoying it. And then one time, there's going to be that one time and you're supporting her. You're doing everything. You're paying the bills. She's going through some shit one time. And um, for some reason, I see that um, YouTube is playing with my numbers. All right. Oh, yeah, they play with my numbers for sure. One time you're going to grab her and you're going to say, grab her. And she's like, and she's going to say with a straight face, you can do whatever you want to me. And she's going to look at you. You're going to hear it, but it's going to sound slightly different. It's going to sound slightly different. And it's going to be like you're violating her. But she's going to go and she's going to lie there. She's not going to be engaging. She's just going to look in your face. And you're going to look at her after you're pumping her. You're going to look at her and she'll say, do whatever you want with me. And she won't do nothing. She won't lift a leg. She won't do nothing. And she'll let you finish the job. 
you'll bust and roar over and she'll get up, stomp to the bathroom, wipe herself off, get dressed, not even a shower, not even a wipe down, just wipe herself off with a rag and go back to what she was doing. And you're going to be like, is there anything wrong? What's going on? And the deal, this is called reneging. She's going to call back because essentially she used it to get what she wanted. But now, even though she got what she wanted, she's still not going to be happy, right? I'm not happy. (laughs) And this is the starfish lackluster duty sex that she's going to do for you. And you guys will think that your wife is going to want to do this all the time with you. No, she's going to be doing this just to let you get off. And it's going to be a very prostitution trick oriented sexual experience. Okay. It ain't going to be exciting. She's not going to warm up to you. You're not even going to give her any foreplay. You're just going to say, do what you, she said you could do. Take it anytime. And then she was like, you don't romance me. You don't bring me flowers. You don't take me nowhere. You don't even warm up. You don't give me no foreplay. You don't think about me. I'm going through some things. I want my own money. I want my own job outside the house. You just keep me in here, kept mom and, and had me pinned in. You had me out here eating great skins. <laughs> in one of those situations, she going to call it back. When she divorced, graping your ass, the kingdom come. She going to be like, and he took sex from me when I didn't want it. He pressured me into sex. He did. Bruh. Y'all don't know how crazy the game is. This game is crazy. And it gets wild like that. So let me get to some more Super Chats. Blue Baggins says, Coach, I got to disagree. American 304s of all colors are way more ghetto than what you'll find anywhere in the European Union. So I'm sorry, in the Eastern European. So shout out to you. He's saying the American woman of any race is more ghetto. Shout out to you. But look. You have the experience, so we're going to go with you, brother. Thank you. He said he was there for eight years. All right. JC says, I spent years in the EU. It's glooming and, de- and depressing. Yeah, this is why people come to the to the new world, if you will. And we have some of the greatest weather, even though some, you know, the middle states are pretty shitty. But we have some of the greatest weather around the world. I mean, yeah. So it's gloomy. It's always gray. All right. At least the times that I've been there. Or uh, Ogre King, I'm scared of that belly deli. I'm scared of that belly deli. All right, shout out to you. Amin Sadala says, CGA Croatians be knocking down the bunker door. That brother's in Croatia right now. He said Croatians be knocking down the bunker door. Actually had a trip planned to Croatia during 2020, and it got canceled because of the pandemic. All right, so I'm going to have to find a way to reschedule my trip to Croatia. However, I don't know if I want to go right about now. I think they're right next door uh, to some of the shit going on. I don't know if I want to go, but I heard it's a beautiful place. I might wait right now to go anywhere on the eastern side of Europe. All right. And I know geographically it's probably a little more centralized and not completely east, but you know what I mean. Shout out to, he says, coach, come to Croatia. All right. Shout out to Agent Machine says the reneging and renegotiating of relationships is in real time is offensive, scary, and not to be trusted. Guys, here we go. All right, here we go. This is what we're talking about right here. We're talking about the renegotiation during relationships. She's going to renege and renegotiate. We're going to tell you a story here next about reneging and renegotiating in real time. Guys, it's it's one of the points of most men lose masculine frame in their relationship when the woman reneges and renegotiates. That's called a bait and switch. 
She's going to renege and then she's going to say, yeah, but now I want to change the rules of the relationship. I know I said I'm going to do this now, but now let's change the direction. Let's change this. I, I'm not happy with this. But people, listen, you're going to do the same thing as well. But this is why you got to go in and let things know what we're going to do from the beginning. And if she pulls back or changes, get rid of her quickly. But if you decide, most of the time you decide to put a ring on it or you commit and you get rid of all your hoes and then she reneges and renegotiates. One of the powerful tools that you will have is keeping women around. Never commit. Kaylin says even luxury cars like Lamborghini and Ferraris that are used and sold at used prices. However, dudes want to pay full price, a.k.a. i.e. in a marriage for a used up woman. Please explain. It never really was like that for many men for a long time, but we really don't know. All right, many men have married women who've been married and divorced two and three times. Guys, get rid of them when they renege. Don't take it for one minute. Don't take it for one minute. If a woman says she's supposed to show up and she reneges, she called no shows, kick her to the curb. One renege, out. <laughs> I mean, please. Daylight says, sorry, coach, for donating so much and yapping, but have you noticed how liberal researchers and scientists are now saying women's uh, JJ does not change no matter how much or many sexual partners they've had. There was a Christian female doctor from Nigeria that went against this teaching and they tried to cancel her. I don't know about you, but I can feel the difference when a woman is less of a 304. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think what I what I think is happening is, and I'm saying this with the honest to God truth, what is happening is we're for, for the first time in the history of the world, women are now in prominent positions in media, psychology, doctor, physiology, science, and all of these things. They're now in the primary seat and they now can write articles and they are there's what they're doing is changing the narrative from old thought. Now you guys got to wrestle with who you're going to believe the patriarchal men, the patriarchal men or the new feminine feminist, uh, feminist type women. Because what they're doing is now that they're in the seat, they're saying, well, what you learned about women are is, is not true. You just got to pick who you want to believe. I choose to believe that not to be true all the way. I've had women of all ages, pretty much any age I've, I've had them. All right. I mean, even older. <laughs> but but um, I will say that if they're not using it often, it's going to be more restricted. Okay. I'm going to say if they're not, when they're not using it often, you can tell upon entry that this hasn't been used in quite a bit. <laughs> okay. All right. And you can many times tell that this was previously used. I don't know if it was by another man. It could have been by a tool. It could have been for whatever reason you just thrown on slide on in here. So that I know to be somewhat true, but again, I don't know what she was doing. I don't know, but I know that mostly to be true. Mostly, not always, but mostly. <laughs> so anyway, I don't care what they say about what and what science and they want to reverse. This is not true. Not only that, there's nerve endings. You know, there's more nerve endings in their anatomy than we have, especially on the inside. If you know anything about nerves and touching nerves, if the nerves haven't been touched as much, it's going to be that much more sensitive. 
If the nerves have previously been touched in the previous day, it's going to be less sensitive. And so when she's sitting there not engaging with you and she ain't feeling nothing and you giving her all kind of pushing and shove, all right, guess what's going to happen? Guess what's going to happen? You're going to be like, whoa. <laughs> he says, if you're not around your girl, assume she getting clapped. That's what I assume. And this is why I don't ask. I'm way beyond the point, And you young guys. You guys got to do what you got to do. But I'm way beyond the point of worrying about what women do when they are not with me. So this is why I give them the indication that I don't worry about you, what you're doing. Do what you're going to do because you can't stop them. You cannot stop them. Now, if your girl is going to be loyal to you and only have you, which is a rarity in today's days, if she's just going to be loyal to you, fine. Fine. But even if she's auto-stimulating herself, it's going to change the way you're going to be vibing with her as well. So it's going to change your vibe with that. We live in a whole new world. It's going around. Yeah, I don't care about their body count. I don't care who's using it. I don't care if a girl got multiple sugar daddies. I don't care if they got boyfriends on the side. I do care if they have a husband. If they are married and the husband hasn't given me the green light, I let them stay in the marriage, all right, because they're dealing with something else. Stay in your marriage. Leave me alone. I don't need you. Go go service your husband. But when it comes down to it, me worrying about what a woman, another woman's doing is actually going to cause psychosis in you. You're going to go psycho trying to track down. And guys, you ain't going to catch her. You ain't going to catch her cheating. You ain't going to catch her. Trying to catch a woman cheating is like kind of trying to catch a rabbit in South Florida. All right. You're going to have to be fast as a mother sucker. You have to be fast. So just let them, hey, let them do what the hell they want to do. I don't give a damn. I got better things to think about than somebody piping down some girl I'm using up. And if she wants to only stay with me and you're my only one, okay, fine. You're not my only one. Anyway. <laughs> new, 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 new world order. Let me see here. Last one. Sean says, just read that Indonesia has banned SEX outside of marriage and banned unmarried couples uh, from living together. If convicted, they face a year in jail. Just imagine the law being placed in the community. <laughs> How about them Cowboys? Cowboys are looking good, too. Their defense is looking phenomenal. But, yeah, imagine they'll, that'll never happen here in America. We're never going back to that unless there's a calamity of epic proportions, all right? Even then, it's crazy. The Bible was warned against this type of behavior. But here we are. Jesse Jane's wife files for divorce, and then she reneges. She changes her mind. The next day. Let's go ahead and show you what's going on here. Oh, man. Um, this is a red flag. Pregnant wife at that. Calls off divorce just one day after filing. This is the world we live in. Many women were like, what's wrong with this? They got back together. Guys. Let me tell you, once they pull the divorce trigger, as a matter of fact, in marriage, this is my rule in marriage. Once you once you mention the word divorce in your marriage, it's over. I mean, not in context of you're just mentioning, you know, someone got a divorce. Once one party in your marriage says, I'll file divorce on you or I'm thinking about divorce or we should get a divorce. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Just go ahead and. It's a wrap ski. There's no coming back from this. Once you already opened that wound, you're divorced. <laughs> you just started the story. 
There's no need. I don't care about the filing or the lack of filing or the withdrawal of the file. Once you say, I'll just divorce you if you do some shit like that, it's over. Just just chalk it up. Be ready for the rest of the divorce to come down. So here we go. Jesse James' wife, Jesse James's wife. This is her right here. Bonnie Rotten is her name. I don't know. I think that's a character name. He says, bait and switch. Uh, bait and switch. He needs to file for divorce. Yes, that, that's what I would do. That's great advice from Frank Mula. Yep, I would file for the divorce. I would just flip it right back. Oh, well, thank you. And I would file. I would divorce her. Um, and he's been married and divorced. It says right here, James, his wife, Bonnie Rotten, is apparently willing to give her marriage another shot uh, because she's pulling the plug on their divorce just a day after filing. Dude, dumb. Dumb move. Uh, eventually, she's going to divorce him. Bonnie took the social media Monday. Damn, she went to the court of public opinion? She's a prime star. She took the social media Monday, putting up a lengthy post about her decision, saying, quote, the past week has been pretty terrible week on all accounts, saying she made the mistake of posting her private business about Jesse online. Boy. Man. What do we tell you guys, man? This is this game. This game ain't nothing new. Says right here, for those unaware, Bonnie's referring to her putting Jesse on blast for believing he was cheating on her. So what did she do? She threw a temper tantrum, and soon after, it was reported she filed for divorce from the mechanic. She threw a temper tantrum. Guys, do not let them get away with these temper tantrums. Divorce they ass. Leave them. Skedaddle. Get out of there. Run away. As soon as they do, do this and stamp their little foot and poke their little butt out and poke their lip out, drop them. Let me read the statement. This past week has been a pretty terrible week on all accounts. The media has done nothing but make it far worse than it needed to be. I mistakenly posted my private business between my, my husband and I on social media. That was your fault. I never posted anything about my personal life publicly. I'm sorry, what? I posted it and took it down within 35 minutes. That's not how it works. I never expected them to take a screenshot and run with it. Wow. And uh, yeah, but you're a personality. That's what happens. I am not a person who I figured they would have even cared to write about it. I am a nobody. Yes, you are. I left LA because I wanted nothing to do with the world and of tryhards and attention seekers to find myself at the center of that very thing that I hated the most. Yes, I filed for divorce. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's The next day, I filed a non-suit to stop the divorce. No, nah, bro. Mm -hmm. Hey, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. When a person files for divorce, it is not one of those things like I went down there and I filled out a, a permission slip. You know what I mean? I just went down there. I signed one piece of paper. Nothing happened. And then I pulled it back. I just signed and said, can you take that back? A divorce is a very intentional application to file. It is less. It is not one page. It is many, many pages. And not only that, if you went down to the family court office yourself without an attorney, you're going to spend considerable hours pouting in there, planning, plotting, and you got to drop the filing fee on that, which in California or where it could be $500 to file this. If you had an attorney do it, you spent $5,000 to file this. And you spent time in that attorney's office drafting up the document with the paralegal, with the paralegal. 
and you put names, addresses, social security numbers, you put all kind of shit, income, your income. Oh, I just went down there and I thought, no, 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 no. It is not an easy process and it is not easy to back out of it. It then requires more paperwork and probably an additional filing fee. Are you kidding me? She's trying to be like, well, I just went down there and I just, <laughs> and I told him I want to file and I left the building. No, do not believe that guys. It says right here. I love Jesse so much and was very hurt by what I saw when I went through my, through his phone in his defense. The reason I am back home is that he didn't say anything inappropriate. Where's the rest of the post? He didn't say anything inappropriate. He didn't talk about having sex or meeting up with anyone. Wait a minute. So she found some messages. And he didn't even say anything inappropriate. That's why I'm here working out our marriage that I believed in. So she threw a temper tantrum. You got to watch out for these emotional women, man. She threw a temper tantrum. And file for divorce. <laughs> Jesus. And he stayed with her. Uh, there are things in this world with more, more important things in our than our lives. What I understand tabloids are a business that's clear by using his ex as headlines to drive traffic of salacious stories to okay, who cares about this shit? She says everything was blown out of proportion to a degree that I didn't need to go. Ladies make decisions like this and will ruin your lives. Uh, something like here. Where's the rest? It says right here. I would like to have peace in this time. Nope. I would like to have peace in this time. Nope. No, I'm sorry. No. As I work on my relationship with my husband, you need to work on your mental health. There's nothing more to it. The media finds it necessary to report on trash gossip. You're calling your marriage trash gossip rather than actual news that is important to the American public. You see this shaming? See this shit? This gaslighting? Now she tried to say it's not a big deal. It was a big deal. You ran down there. You're a celebrity. He's a celebrity. And you got the news. You got the attention. You want it. But then you got played. We have so many more important things to worry about. No, 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 no. Thank for everything. Get back to status quo. All right. Anyway, she says now at the bottom, and I'm pregnant. And I would like to be able to focus on that without the stress of the outside world Hold on for a second. Let's start that shit over. Hold, let's just, let's start it over. I and I'm pregnant, so she threw that shit in here as to say, "Leave me alone," or my baby might lose its life, and I might go through a struggling, stressful pregnancy, miscarriage, or something. This is what she's doing. I'm pregnant, and I would like to be able to focus on that without the stress of the outside world making it more difficult to have a healthy pregnancy. You see this shit, boy? I tell you, man. Lord have mercy. It is all Jermaine. Man, who believes that the things that I try to teach men here are absolutely wrong? If you believe that, why do every day I come in here with a new story? I'll never run out of content. Every day I come in here, new story. Here you go. Same stuff. Bait and switch, temper tantrum, emotional uh, outbursts. That was the same thing that happened to the principal. I talked about him last night. She had an emotional outburst. They had an argument. She was losing. She called the police. She claimed false allegated him. He jumped from a uh, he jumped from a parking structure, deleted himself, and nobody wants to blame her. Mm. Emotional outburst and false alligator. Nobody's everybody's like, nah, it's his fault. He's selfish. He should have defended himself. Like, mm. 
and but you guys let them get away with this uh nonsense. This is why you need multiple girlfriends and wives or none at all. All right, free agent lifestyle for life. Because they seem to not act up when they know what's on the table. Here, let's go to the next one. TikTok, TikTok gets a massive amount of plastic surgery, and this is why she regrets it. Let's go ahead and go to TikTok land to a woman named, allegedly named Michaela. Let's go ahead and share the screen on here. Watch out for people who get plastic surgery. Um, and I've actually encouraged men and ladies, you should be very thankful for the messages that I deliver to men because I encourage them to avoid women with red flags. And one of them is Instagram models and booty models and breast implant models and somewhat attractive women. Attractive women is hard work, gentlemen. I know you think you deserve a model, but being with a truly attractive woman is not easy. What you're going to find is there's high levels of competition, high levels of manipulation. There's very little loyalty. And she is always exercising her right to uh, hyper hypergamy, meaning she's going to look for the best available option. Sometimes you might get her sprung for a period of time if you're Chad enough or Brad enough or or Pookie enough or Ray Ray enough. But even then, those relationships don't last and they're very toxic. You don't underestimate you underestimate the amount of gaslighting that goes on with these women and they can do it. They can get away with it. Okay. Not only that, they do get offers that are going to be somewhat hard to refuse. Hard to refuse. So you're doing well, but there's someone richer. There's someone taller. There's someone more athletic. There's someone with more status and fame. There's someone more muscular. And you're going to always be having to deal with that. I tend to believe that these people are best when you lease them. Have your phone with them. Send them back to the marketplace where they can be consumed and traded and bartered and all of these things. And you can have a nice, it doesn't mean you have to be mean to them. But I just presume to not keep them and, and keep them. Like I, I give them the triple F philosophy, the triple F philosophy. If it flies, floats, and fornicates, lease, always lease. Never buy, always rent. The maintenance is way too high for you to afford. If a woman says you can't afford me, the, you just say famous last words. I can afford to lease you. I can't afford to keep you. But I will give you a good time and I will get some status from you being around me. Somebody said, what about lease to own? Absolutely not. So if I get myself a nine or a 10, it is always going to be lease put back where I got it. Rentals only. There's no, there's guys, let me tell you this. And of course we're going into this. The triple F. Um, here's the thing. People underestimate the true cost of things. People underestimate the true cost of things. The most expensive cost of anything you have, whether it's a human being, a child, which is a human being, a car, a house, is what? I'll let you go ahead and put, what is the most expensive thing that you will find in ownership of anything, a human being, a child, a house, a car, or whatnot? What is the most expensive thing you will have in those relationships? Mr. Highway got it. It's maintenance. Brother's been keeping notes. Maintenance is the most expensive thing that you will find you will be spending your money on or time is maintaining what you bought. If you buy a boat, your maintenance is going to be your most expensive cost. If you buy a house and you spend $500,000 on a house, 
Just go ahead and tack on another half a million, if not a million, maintaining it, renovating it, and so forth and so on. If you get a girlfriend and she's attractive and she has a, a palette for finer things, you get her, it might be free, but guess what? The maintenance is going to be excessive. And if you skip the maintenance, go ahead and skip to repair or replace, you're out of business. The best thing you can do is make sure you keep the maintenance going. You get a car, 30, 60, 90,000 uh, miles. They'll say, make sure you maintain it, 30, 60, and 90,000. If you skip it, you're going to spend a lot of money on repair. If you skip repairs on your house and you go to resell your house, you're going to lose that value. So you must put in what it costs to maintain whatever it is you want to buy. If you want children, it's free to make them, but to maintain them, it costs a hell of a lot of money. You can make a, you can make a child for free. You can make a child for free, but you're going to pay $300,000 for that child over the course of that child's life, if not more. Okay. So, maintenance is always the cost you consider in purchasing anything. You want a Porsche 911? Going to cost you $144,000. You might have the money. You might have to have the down payment. You go ahead. You might lease it. You lease it. The maintenance is going to drive you crazy. It's $550 per tire, if not $650 per tire. And that's part of the maintenance. Your tires, you're going to need new tires. They're low profile tires. The tires go out faster than your Nissan Altima tires. They're thinner. They grip the road better. And if you don't maintain those Porsche 911 tires, you're going to find yourself not being able to drive that car or crashing. Okay. So people have to understand what it is. And when you're in a relationship, you have the entry level cost of the relationship. You have the maintenance costs. You have the repair costs and you have the replace costs. Always remember that. Always remember that nothing's free. Oh, I get them for free. No, you're going to maintain that relationship. There's a cost. And maintenance is better than repair. Everybody got it. I keep here. I teach you guys what it is. You want attractive woman. You might be able to run game and get her for free. But to maintain that relationship, you think you're going to keep an attractive woman around for free? You're a moron. And if you believe anybody's doing that, you're an idiot. Yes, I said that. <laughs> attractive women cost. I don't care what it is. They cost in time. They cost in money. And they, they have needs or else they'll be looking like Master Splinter. With that being said, these people right here that are tick dots, plastic surgery women, I want you men to get this lesson. Stop sexualizing these women in your mind. It is very unhealthy. It is very unhealthy. Sure, they look fantastic with filters and poses and implants. They look like the cartoon character version of women. But these are not real women. You're actually doing yourself a mental disservice by fantasizing about these women. They're shallow. They're bird brains, many of them. They're not very intelligent. Many people, they're highly insecure. And they're not loyal. They're fleeting. And most of the time, sexually, they're not that pleasing. Okay. It looks good with clothes on. With clothes off, it looks weird. You're looking at Frankenstein. <laughs> okay. All right, I've been with my version of, uh, of breast implanting women and Botox women. It looks weird when women got lip injections and no lipstick on. They look weird. It looks weird. It's like it's like French kissing a uh, a a um a inner tube. It's like French kissing an inner tube, a bike tire. <laughs> okay, it is not going to feel good with them damn duck lips wrapped around your lips. She can't move them. 
And then you all you feel is a tongue like this in between the inner two. It's not, it doesn't look good. <laughs> she got no feeling. And a lot of women who get breast implants, they can't feel. You'll be down there trying to play with them. You'll be like, let me lick on this, touch this. Many of them can't feel what you're doing. They're just looking at you like this. You having fun down there? <laughs> All right. They can't feel the sensation because they cut that area off and they replace it. And they stick that thing in there. So with that being said, Let's go ahead and share this individual here who claims. Let's go ahead and play her video and hear her testimony for the day. Hi, photos and videos of girls with huge butts on the internet. And this video is for you. Hi, I'm Michaela. I have a fat butt. And I will happily block your boyfriend if you ask me. But that's not why I'm here. Why I'm here is to tell you the story of how I got like this. Because I'm just like you. By the way, I have clay all over me. But my ex-boyfriend would like photos of Jeanette Guzman, the Instagram model. I think he actually only liked like five photos total. But when I discovered this, and we had just started dating, when I discovered this, I would cry every night. I would devalue myself. I have BPD, by the way. I would devalue myself. I am not good enough. I am not a good enough person because I don't have a fat butt. And I don't have every single surgery that Jeanette Guzman has. So I'm not good enough. And this went on for a long time. I was very insecure. And I became very, very sad. And I Now, some something's got to be said. Before we go on, obviously, some parts of this is true. Some of it is a lie. She's saying she's insecure, but she's standing there in drawers with her pants open. I mean, it doesn't get much crazier than this. Face full of makeup. She's obviously prepared with her breast out, barely with a small sports bra. You can't make this shit up. So a lot of people think she's wolf whistling. She's promoting. And yes, she's doing that, but she's also giving a true testimony. In the fact that she's just an insecure woman. She believes she has options. And yes, she has options. She mentioned that if you want me to report your boyfriend, whatever. But. And she says she has a fat butt. I mean, who doesn't at this point? That's on Instagram. Oh, continuing. I just hated who I was. I hated myself. So what did I do? I tried everything in the books. I tried everything I possibly could do to look like Jeanette Guzman. All right. So this is true, too. She hate, she hated herself. She hates herself right now. And she might make, make money from what she's doing. Guys, when they go home by themselves, they hate themselves. Trust me. All that false bravado and confidence of the American woman, they be going home crying in their soup at night, thinking about what they had to do to make this work and to keep this charade up. And she's also blaming Jermaine. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. And so she's blaming Jermaine about um about why she did this. And she's saying Jeanette Guzman. Jeanette Guzman. I'm gonna see if I can pull her up real quick. Jeanette, Je, what's her name? Jeanette Guzman. Guzman. That's how they, that's how white folks say uh Jeanette Guzman. Did she say Jeanette Guzman? Was it Jeanette? I think it was Jeanette. I see I see a Jeanette here. So this is the woman she's claiming right here that she was trying to look like for her boyfriend. Wait a minute. This is her right here. This is the woman right here. She's claiming to try to look like. A tiny, tiny, very tiny Latina chick. They're, they don't have any... They're not even close to being the same version of woman. 
She's very petite. She's very super petite. By the way, she's very much, you know, people are like, I don't care about plasticky. Okay, fine with me. It's not as, to me, it's not as fun. I'll say, I see her. She's got tapered waist. This woman's very petite. I find that this woman, this woman, Jeanette, is probably 5'2 to 5'4. The woman that we're looking at um, in this in this Instagram is 5'6 to 5'8. They've got way different body types. <laughs> I mean, she's way bigger. than I think she's way bigger than Jeanette. So she wasn't going to accomplish this shit. Anyway, let's continue. She, she's blaming her boyfriend. This is why she's blaming her boyfriend for making her look like a freak. Let's continue. And I think it's done a pretty good job. I think I did a decent job. But now, now this dude is gone. And apparently his type is completely freaking different to anything I am. So I did all this for nothing. You're telling me I got surgery that I can't reverse just for the man to go have a different type. But anyway, this is, this is completely irreversible. So the more weight I gain, the fatter my butt gets, and there's nothing I can do to stop it. It is just constantly growing. And today I was getting bubble tea. Alicia, would you want to tell them the story? Uh, what bedroom is that? Is that her room? <laughs> or is that a room or is that a massage table room? Alicia doesn't want to tell the story. Let's continue. I was getting bubble tea today, and some lady on uh, came up to me and was like, so you like the way you look? This is why young girls, blah, 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 blah. And just gave me the, and I just burst into tears. I bursted into tears because I was, I was that young girl. Okay. And I became this, and this is not what I want to advertise to anyone. False. This is false. But by the way, she's, she's destroyed herself and uh, she did it with her own free will. She's trying to blame Jermaine. She did it with her own free will. And now she's trying to uh, say, that uh, it was somebody else's fault as to why he did it, knowing that men like variety. I don't understand why women will always be like, my man would never cheat. My man loves me. He loves on me. Now, he might not ever cheat, but I'm sure he might want to, right? Doesn't mean he don't want to. Doesn't mean he wouldn't do it if he was given the opportunity, the freebie, the layup. Doesn't mean, like, if he knew he wasn't getting caught, doesn't mean he does. Just because he says, I like you like this, doesn't mean he doesn't like another woman in another way. I like 31 flat. I like women of a whole bunch of varieties. I have a very big palette on how I like my women. And it's not one in the same. There are some that I'm overly aroused for. There are some that I'm like, ah, I would like that. Some I would like to, I would like to get a shot at that. So yes, he likes you the way you are. Doesn't mean that's how he only likes you. And that's what her ass found out. So let's go ahead and see if we can push that up. And now she's blaming him for making her look like a freak and bursting into tears because a woman says, you look like Frankenstein. You look ridiculous. Mm -hmm. To me, she looks ridiculous. The only thing that I like about her, this woman here, I'm being honest with you, is her skin. And not the color of her skin. I like the tone of her, like the, the, the tone of her skin. I'm a skin guy. I love skin. Now, people are going to turn that into some racist moment, but I like smooth skin. I don't want to see a ronkle. I don't want to see a ronkle, a dent, a mole, a stab wound, bullet wound. I don't want to see nothing on a, a tattoo, nothing. I want to see blemish-free, hairless skin. I'm a hairless monkey lover. <laughs> I love hairless monkeys. <laughs> like when they don't have no blemish, no hair, like I don't want to see a hair on the nipple, nothing. 
I like skin, smooth skin, blemish free. And I don't know if you know, the model industry was based on that principle as well. Blemish free skin. All right, uh, let's go ahead. And uh, this is why younger women were pushed up as models because they tended to fit smaller clothes and have blemish free skin, or at least could be Photoshopped to be. Uh, that Gaussian blur goes a long way. Let's continue. It's going to be so controversial, but people that do this to themselves are mentally ill. So if we don't, if we say we don't, we're lying. Let's go back. Obviously, not young girl, okay? There's, there's truth in what she's saying. Listen to this. And I want you guys to realize this as you lust over these women. I became this, and this is not what I want to advertise to anyone. It's going to be so controversial, but people that do this to themselves are mentally ill. So if we don't, if we say we don't, we're lying. I agree. I've I've known women like this. They haven't been the most emotionally or mentally stable. They've been somewhat loopy and psychotic and kind of weird living in the parallel universe. Damn near all of them. Damn near all of them. Obviously not for everyone. But if you're in that boat, you know what boat I'm talking about. Cancel that surgery. Because one, the trend's going to be gone in a few years. True. Two, it hurts. It's very painful and costs a lot of money. True. And three, you will regret it because that man is going to be gone. And then you'll be stuck with a freaking dump truck that you can't get rid of and get screamed at on the street by old ladies on direct. Okay, so she's, uh, as much as we hate this and this advertisement she's doing, she's speaking facts. Number one, it the trend is going to leave. Yes, booty implants are going to continue on for the next five, ten years. There's going to be a lot of people that are going to do it. But the trend's going to go away. Then there'll be another form of women that people will like, and you'll be out of date. Number two, when it comes to implants, they you don't realize that they require maintenance too. So if you know anything about boob implants, a plastic surgeon will suggest every 10 years you get them maintained or at least taken out and replaced. Many women get their initial investment into their boob implants, either from their husband, a simp, or whatever, but as they age and they get into their mid-30s and 40s and they still have them, they're going to need another simp to invest and plunk down that five, seven, ten thousand dollars $10,000. What you will find is they don't have that anymore and they might have to use their own money. And then when you're with them in the bedroom, and I trust me, I've had this in Newport Beach. I was with a woman and she had, she had a lopsided titty, meaning there was one sagging more than the other. I also had a client that had a leaky boob and it was infecting her um. And she had saline implants, but it was making her sick and she almost died. I referred her to a plastic surgeon friend of mine to get her in an emergency and it saved her life. Okay, so when they get older with these things, it becomes really, really more expensive. Booty implants are going to be the same thing. They're going to get them and um, to keep them maintained and the, the skin tight around them, they're going to need to either get more CCs or get it maintained. Or if they take them out, it's going to be saggy booty season. It's going to be horrible looking. If they get the get that stuff moved around, which they haven't mastered yet, their butt is going to look like that flat back to Kaylee's butt. Okay, it's going to be bad news. So, and they're going to need to maintain them every 10 years. It's not going to be pretty. You're going to marry your woman, a wife. She's going to look like one of these cartoon variety women. Then, then you're going to do what? Then you're going to invest in her. And then you're going to have to do her maintenance. Many women get married or they get married, get breast implants, and then they get divorced before the 10 years are up and they find themselves struggling to get their 10-year ma maintenance on their boobs. Mm. 
or they got to take them out. It's bad. It's bad all the way, guys. It's not a good thing to get investing in. The next thing she said, which was the truth, is she said it's painful. Guys, I've known women to come out of post-op in these surgeries. It's painful. Not only that, when you're laying on top of them and they are considerably big, particularly, or you're grabbing her butt within the first six months to a year, it's not a pleasant feeling for her. She's going to complain because you're laying on top of them and you're smushing them on her chest and you're going up and down and they're doing like this. She's going to say, she's going to, most of the time she'll hold them like this to prevent you from doing this. So you're laying on top of her and she's holding them. It's pathetic, bro. Look, when you experience that shit, you can be like, this is weird. Because most of the time you might want to play with them as you're, you can't. You can't. And if she's really small and she doesn't have a lot of body fat and she doesn't, they're like softballs. They're just stuck there like this, like a softball. They don't move. They don't jiggle. They don't juggle. They don't do nothing. Right. And so you're just laying on top of her with your and you're feeling instead of you're feeling the natural flesh of a woman. You're feeling these hard rocks against your chest. I've I've only known very few women to have good, perfect teardrop breast implants. Right. Then you're going to be looking at an incision scar. You're going to be looking around the areola. It's going to be really puffy because that's where they cut. It's it's not what people think, but go ahead and experience it yourself. Number three, she mentioned she stuck with it. She's like, I'm stuck with these things. And what's going to happen is my body fat and my, as you develop as a woman, you're going to increase your body fat around these areas. Then eventually they're going to go to the next level of, surgery they're going to need a tummy tuck they're going to work on the flanks they're going to need this and that if they have kids if they haven't had kids and they were manufactured and then they have kids it's a disaster mm. <laughs> it's a disaster it's a disaster because now her body fats surrounded around this manufactured thing guys trust me it's a really really dark thing that they're doing and they're doing it to make money more power to her more power to her but it's a dark place to go. And what she's revealing is this is a dark place that most people don't think about. Um, but I know from experience that this is not the place that they, this is not a place of permanent happiness. You know what I'm talking about? Cancel that surgery. Because one, the trend is going to be gone in a few years. Two, it hurts. It's very painful and costs a lot of money. And three, you will regret it because that man is going to be gone. And then you'll be stuck with a freaking dump truck that you can't get rid of and get screened out on the street by old ladies on drugs. Yeah, see, she having a little bit of a mental breakdown, but she is advertising. Let me get to the super chats and all the contributions. Then we got one more story. The story that we're going to talk about next is manipulation. Oh my goodness. Manipulation nation in the building. What do we got here? And JC says my ex loose goose, my junior college as a mitten tight as a mitten, no competition, no competition. Um, Black Ortiz, the philosopher, you are getting me through my girlfriend leaving me after I pursued my dream of entrepreneurship. Thank you. Yeah, they don't want to grind. They don't want to sacrifice with you. But of course, she's going to come knocking on your door should you make it and you will. JC, the other JC says, if you've seen some of Bonnie videos, you couldn't eat for the rest of the day. I'm utterly shocked someone actually married her. Price is wrong. People have all kind of fetishes. Also, men, they also have fetishes. Of um, and I'm not putting these fetishes down. They want to see their women with other men. Hey, more power to you. Not everything's for everybody. 
Whereas Pete Rose, coach number one reason is I don't like BBLs or implants is because I can't tell the difference of a woman or a man while I'm down in Tijuana, Tijuana. All right. Yeah. That's the scary thing because, yeah, that's the competition, right? Because um, a person that is going to identify as a woman and he's biologically a male can do exactly carbon copy what women can do. And, um, you know, on dating apps, sugar daddy apps, they're there. And sometimes they don't disclose who they are. And you might be having a conversation with them and they look very much. Same thing happens in the Philippines, in Thailand, in Colombia as well. So it's not just an American thing. And, um, you know, it's a very sad thing to see. You know, you're not prepared for something and prepared to have that conversation. But if she's manufactured, a man can manufacture himself to be hurt just as easy. He says, check the neck. Check the neck. Just ask if they're TS. They should disclose. Uh, if you were watching me and you are TS, you should be disclosing that you're TS and not at the bottom of your profile. You should be right as right at the right at the top. Be, you know what I mean? I know it sucks because, you know, you're going to lose out on people right away. But you should be putting that you're trans, TS. If you're not putting that you're TS, you're opening yourself up to a whole... <laughs> you're opening yourself up to a problem. DGC Moore, Snoop Dogg kicked off of Passport Trend. Oh, Snoop Dogg kicked off the Passport Trend in 2002. I believe he was doing the Brazil thing. There was a song they went down to Brazil, didn't they, with uh, Pharrell? Shout out to the Snoopy. Big Snoopy. Shout out to Preston. He says some women's nature or some women mature faster until it comes to salami. <laughs> I don't think women mature faster, but uh, they mature earlier. <laughs> they mature earlier. But this is a biological need for maturity because they're they're ready. They're ready to present themselves a child to the world. They're ready to procreate. So that maturity is going to allow them to make better decisions in their mind of relationships. They're going to be earlier to the, to the game being boy crazy earlier to want relationships and commitment. And then they start acting right to get that. But you know, we pushed that off another 15 years. You don't have to worry about that for 15 years, inoculate yourself. I mean, and put all these damn hormones and chemicals in your body. And then when you're ready to go take them out and then try to get pregnant or, you know, have your, your husband jack off in a Petri dish, right? It's a terrible game we play with nature. We, we are too much in our God complex. I mean, I have a God complex, but we believe we can outsmart nature and we lose every time. All right, shout out to the number one stunner. Eastern European people are the ninjas of whites. <laughs> oh, man, don't get me canceled, huh, bro. You know, but. Uh... <laughs> All right, some Eastern. Oh, shout out to Mr. Ghost J says, coach, my first Kaylee was Eastern European. Salute. All right, this is how far back we are. He says, now I'm a year in with an OnlyFans model. I'm a year in with the OnlyFans model. All right, shout out to you for that. Uh, um, anyway, <laughs> don't get me canceled. I didn't say it. I was just reading it. But uh, yeah, when you talk about poverty, poverty has no color. So people who are impoverished, they tend to act a certain way. So we think that in our mind, we for some reason, you know, we think white people are the dominant population of the world. They're not. They're the minority, strongly the minority, but we grow up with them being the mathematical majority. So we look at them, oh, they got privilege and they got this and that, but around the world, that ain't true. 
around the world, that is less than true. Around the world, they are many of them are impoverished and at war all the time. They be at war. Hold up. New, 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 new world order. All the time they be at war. Look at people in uh, Ireland versus Scotland and British. They be at war, tearing each other up. I said this in a stream that ended up getting it got pulled down for a copyright issue. They're the original barbarians. They be fighting each other like tooth and nail, like crazy. Next door neighbors fighting each other. <laughs> They always fighting somebody in white war and poverty. And this is the beginning of time. The Bible days, everybody in the Mediterranean Sea, which would include the bottom of Europe and everybody in the top of Africa and the Middle East. Rocks, stones, sticks. <laughs> the real barbarians. All right, rocks, stones, and sticks. They was always talking about invading somebody. All day long. Hey, if you look at the history of Europe, it was getting pushed back and forth like a tennis match like this. One day, Germany was like, we're going to go over there. And then France was like, we're going to go that way. And then Russia was like, we're coming back. That's the history of the whole damn subway continent. It's not a continent, but you get it. They always go and push each other back and forth. Like, you didn't hear nobody else going to war like Europeans. So they always had some sort of conflict. Yeah, the Vikings, they was like, we coming down and taking you. The Moors was like, we coming up. And now all of a sudden, it's the Dark Ages. <laughs> the original barbarian you know what i mean new, 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 new world order. every world war has initiated and started right there in eastern europe all of them he says europe is a continent okay it's a standalone continent we're going to get in tectonic plate arguments now here we go <laughs> i think they're connected to asia even now, they 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 continue, bro. They've been they've been at war forever. Every world war started, initiated in Eastern Europe. Continental grift. Hey, every world war, World War One, Two, and the one we're in right now. Eastern Europe. <laughs> you gotta gotta watch out to them, all of them. So they be out there at each other's neck. They be at each other's neck, bro. So watch out for them. Uh, anyway, shout out to, we're going to say no government name, Dallas, Texas, or San Antonio. I prefer Dallas. I prefer Dallas over San Antonio any day of the week. Any day of the week. San Antonio don't have it for me. But I will say El Paso over San Antonio. San Antonio. San Antonio is the worst major city in Texas Bar none. The worst major city. And it ain't even close. I've been to all of them. I've been to Midland, Odessa. You would say they're, I've been to Dallas, Houston. I've been all the way out into Eastern Texas. I've been down almost as close as uh, Corpus Christi. Um, I haven't been to Brownsville. Uh, I've been to El Paso many times. I've been to Tyler. I've been to uh, San Antonio is the worst. <laughs> I've been to Amarillo. Oh, Amarillo. Shit, Amarillo. Do not move to Amarillo, Texas. I've been to Lubbock, Amarillo. I've never been to Waco. I've been to Fort Worth. I've, been, I've never been. I've never been to Austin. 
I've never been to Austin, but I'm going to say Austin's going to trump San Antonio. San Antonio, no bueno. Somebody said I just left there was cool. Compared to all of the other cities in Texas. I'm going to say I'm going to say San Antonio. The ones I've been, I've been least impressed with San Antonio, although they have a nice bar scene where you can bar hop. All right, where are we at? Dr. Thunder just pushed back from the table and the workout. Shout out to you, Dr. Thunder. I sent you a super chat. You sent it back. Why you do that? All right, shout out to you. Appreciate you, man. All right, hold on for a second. Venmo, did they kick me off of Venmo? Let me see. They might have kicked me out. It's normal. This is normal circumstances for a person like me. Every time I wake up, it's somebody canceling me. Shout out to Macaroni Tony. Dude, I keep forgetting you coached at HBCU. My goodness, your experience is so valuable. I think the water crisis really was the last draw for Dion. Yes. He went through the water crisis in Jackson where they had to move it. He also was in Houston when um, take off was shot. He was going to play Texas Southern. His team was in Houston when takeoff got shot. Do you guys remember that? So he had a somewhat of a traumatic experience dealing with shit that he was like, in Boulder, Colorado, I don't have to deal with any of that, right? He's going to deal with some other bullshit, right? He's going to deal with snowstorms and cold weather. But he was there when in Houston when takeoff got shot. He was there for the Jackson, Mississippi water boiling, and all of a sudden you couldn't drink no water. Yeah, he was like, I'm done. I'm done. Right. We have insulated facilities. We have our own athletic dorms. We got we'll be good. You might get snowed in. Mr. Eric says, coach doing God's work. You should do an episode on how the community is hating on Dion for something bigger and better for his family. Shout out to all the Kayleys in Boulder, Colorado. If you've never been in Boulder, a wonderful place to go visit. Of course, um, I've been there, played in the NCAA tournament. When I coached at Southern, we played Colorado in the NCAA tournament at Colorado. Lost in the first round. Um, also uh, played there several times, practiced in their facilities at the university. Um, I want to say I played there twice at Colorado. I want to say there was another time, one of the schools that I was coaching, we played at Colorado. So uh, Boulder is a great place, right? I think it's great. But if you want black folks to be around, they ain't going to be there, right? They ain't going to be there, bro. Uh, they, go, they ain't going to be there, but I think he'll do somewhat well there. He doesn't have to win a national championship there. And this is a stepping stone job. This is a stepping stone job. So if you're mad at him taking this job, this is a job that if he does reasonably well, five, six games a year, win, win five or six games, if he does reasonably well, he'll get to another job just from this job. So I think he won't be in Colorado for longer than three to four years, in my opinion. If he doesn't struggle in his first two, if he struggles in his first two, he'll be there five years. If he struck, if he gets, if he gets off and he gets six games in his first year, seven games in his second year, he'll be gone. He'll go to something else. By the way, Travis says it's very wait. I'm very fit like you were, and almost every woman I talk to wants some type of surgery, and they just can't afford it. You can't put plastic woman in one category and natural woman in another. They are all on the spectrum. That's true too. Hey, one thing about this. I have this nice little petite 20-year-old chick that I see from time to time. She perfect in my eyes. She's like perfect. Dude, she got flat stomach, not that big of a butt. Like it's not bub it's not it's not sloppy. 
big old nice perky, and she wants surgery. <laughs> like, oh my god. Then there was another Cambodian chick. She wanted surgery too. I was like, and they was fine the way they are. They felt good when I was on top of them. <laughs> Somebody said NFL. NFL is the likely common stop for Dion. Yes, I think he's going to the NFL if he does well at this job. And potentially with this Jerry Jones controversy, Jerry Jones is looking at Dion since he played for them. He had a relationship. Jerry Jones is looking at Dion as a potential next coach, if not in the next coach, but the next coach. Okay. So um, I think he could be potentially the Dallas Cowboy. To me, he's the next Dallas Cowboy coach and another coach or two. But he just has to do well at Colorado, and that's not even exceptionally well. If he does nine games a year, 10 games, he'll be Dallas Cowboy coach in, in no time flat. And with Jerry Jones, he needs to hire a black coach dealing with the controversy he's dealing with, and no per better person fits the mold than Dion. He says he won't be alive for that. You co, hey man, hey, <laughs> who said that shit? All right, you deserve the Roger Lee, cold blooded. But but his daughter is a part of the organization, and his daughter will take over the reins of the uh, organization as well. So doesn't matter if the daughter gets the ownership gig, she'll hire Dion. <laughs> uh, let's see here. This is just a prediction by Coach Adamas. Let me get to a couple more. Shout out to Travis. Says he's very fit. Mm. Let me see here. Shout out. And Macaroni Tony, I don't, he says, I don't get 100 mil yet. I don't got 100 mil yet. I can't chill yet. But don't get it misconstrued. Yeah, I got real chicks. Damn, he says, little baby be spitting once. You look up his lyrics. Yeah, lyrics are one of those things, man. You don't hear it until you read it. That's the same thing with the other baby. Little baby, I thought he was talking gibberish and nonsense. Until I looked up the lyrics, I was like, oh, shit, he actually saying something. <laughs> same thing with uh, Takeoff and Migos. I didn't think they were saying anything. And then um, I saw somebody do a video since he's died. Rest in peace to Takeoff. Since he's died, they've been playing some of his videos. I've been spitting lyrics. I'm like, he actually saying something. Okay. I think I have one more, and I got to go over back into the last episode here. Thank you for staying so long. Do me a favor as you leave. Hit the like button. I got one more. Um, One more story. Triggerverse says, I know it's off topic, but do you think community women are mad at Passport Bros because the ones complaining are sub fives and relay or rely on desperate men to date and mate with? And if the men leave, the only options is that they will have their toy box plastic or join the scissor timbling gang. Uh, for women, no, I, I don't think that's why they're mad. I believe that they're mad is because anyone that goes against the narrative of the black woman, the big mama, or in essence, uh, the the single mother is they're they're they hate black women, right? So they see this as a slight. Um, these women typically have complained about these men for quite a long time, so I don't know why they're mad, but I think they see this as an affront on who they are personally. And they see that you're going against their narrative, that you hate them or you're you're falling in line with the programming. And they don't want to take accountability or make changes, ladies and gentlemen. In any relationship you make or get into, you have to have concessions. You have to do what they call compromise. You have to make you have to give up something. This is called a sacrifice. 
There's a sacrifice you must make in all things. You have to sacrifice for your job. You have to sacrifice for taking and moving into another city or state. You have to sacrifice to either stay with your family or leave. You have to sacrifice when you make a divorce, uh, have a divorce. But I think a lot of women, unfortunately, do think that they have an ownership over you, which they tend to believe that they do over black men, meaning they get to tell you what to do and how to act and so forth and so on. And if you do the same thing to them, they re they rebuke you in the name of the Lord. And um, I believe that women, unfortunately, don't want to make any sacrifices. And some men are making that deal. They're making that deal. And it's sad. It's sad to see because they're actually believing that themselves is enough of a sacrifice here. I give you me. That's what I sacrifice. And that's not a sacrifice. Because I give you me as well. <laughs> I give you me as well. What am I mincemeat over here? I give you me and access to whatever I built. And then they come in here. They don't want to give up their kids from another man. Well, these are my kids. I'm bringing them in from another man. Ladies, if you're a single mother and you want a relationship, Give up kids, give up the custody of the kids to the father. Let the father deal with that so he don't be out here fornicating. Give up the custody of the kids to the father so you can find the man that you claim that you want. But you don't want to sacrifice that. You want to bring him in. We are a package deal. Well, I see the package, but I see no deal. All right. Um, I also, they don't want to give up their job and careers. They don't want to give up access to their money. They don't want to give up um, on the idea that uh, they must provide something that you don't participate in everything that they seem to not want to do. You must help them do. All right. I got to, I got to cook and clean. You got to help me. I don't got to help you, but are you going to help me out here? Clean out of, out these gutters. Are you going to help me change the oil in the car? Are you going to help me cut the grass? Are you going to help me shovel the snow? Are you going to help me come out here? If, um, if we get stranded and there ain't no damn triple A to be, Found? Are you going to help me fix the car? Are you going to ride back in the damn tow truck and I'm standing there? What? See, the stuff they want to do, they don't make want to make the sacrifice. They always want to go, you need to keep in here. You need to change some diapers. You need to do this. They don't want to do it. They don't want to do it. I like when people try to throw insults at me and I'll be like, I accept them. Coach a grifter. He, he literally took time to get out his keyboard. Yes, I'm a grifter, and I'm an Uncle Tom sellout. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm a conspiracy theorist. I'm doom and gloom. Whatever you put on there, I literally probably going to accept. I'm a metaphile. <laughs> I like young women. I like white women. Yeah, I'm a sellout. I grew up in the suburbs. Yes. What, what else do you have, sir? Anything else? <laughs> and then it's, damn, Coach, chill. I didn't mean to. Then, it's th then they try to back up off of it after typing the shit in. You know, but, you know, I hope you felt good because you got some attention. <laughs> yep, you're a classes. You hate you hate fat women. OK, go ahead. Whatever it is. You hate old women and you hate your mama. Yep, 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 yep. I've been doing this for four years. Almost nonstopedly. I've been doing this for four years, almost consecutive days without a break. Very little time. I probably taken five days off of streaming in four years. Even when I travel, I stream, <laughs> okay? I travel and set up my office. I go on vacation and stream. And here people think they're saying some shit original. They just want some attention. I've done heard it all. And not only that, I've accepted all of that shit. Whatever it is you think I am, yes, I am.
Absolutely. Can we move on? Yes. Whatever it is. Oh, yeah. Anyway, what else y'all got? Damn. I'd be like, what do y'all be sitting there thinking like, I'm going to get them with this. You are Uncle Tom shuffling ass sellout. Okay, I'm glad you discovered it. I accept. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. You shuffling. Yep, I'm shuffling. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I'll be grabbing whatever y'all throw at me. Yep. Okay, next story. <laughs> next story. All right, next story. Manipulation 101. Him hate women. All right, uh, here it is right here. Manipulation 101. Let's show you. Uh, what are we going here? I got to get rid of Michaela. Oh, this is gonna be a this is gonna be a very, very cute story. This is gonna be a cute story. So uh women love to tease male co-workers for attention. Where's human resources? Let's play this video right here. This is a video of some some babies being babies. And I tell you, women and children and male children learn how to manipulate during their early years. They say they say a, a young daughter has their father wrapped around their fingers. A uh, father won't yell at their young daughter, but yell and come down with with fire brimstone on the sons. The daughter gets away with murder, right? These type of things. And even for the mother and the son relationship, the son has the mother uh, wrapped around the, the, his finger, and vice versa. Oedipus complex, and 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 um and um. The other one is the electric complex. So these are somewhat true if you believe in psychology, old school psychology. But I want to play this video right here. Uh, babies know how to manipulate very well. They learn. So do dogs. Never think that these kids don't know how to manipulate, fake cry, grab attention and whatnot. I want you to look at this video and this video is for some humor. They shared this on the Internet. So don't tell me that I shared this on the Internet. And how dare you share? This is going to be a shaming language that people use. These are kids, coach. They shared this on the internet and it went quite viral. So I'm not the only one sharing this. Let's go ahead and show it. He like, I don't give a damn look. He holding masculine frame. His give a damn busted. Oh, what is she doing, man? This is how they act in family court, too, bro. They be in family court acting like this. <laughs> All right. And the brother, hey, dudes who grow up with sisters, they know. They get the red pill early. They should know, man, because you dealing with women. You're like, oh, I didn't see it at all. She flopped backwards, man. Watch this. <laughs> oh no so the crying is the simp wolf whistle you know what i mean give me attention i want ah you throw a temper tantrum right all kids do it but uh particularly young girls do it they get away with it and this is how they learn to manipulate so let's go to this part of the story here uh let me stop share this bring this down sharing the tab 
This is a young woman who's going to say, even though we've gone through several versions of the me also movement, the um, the uh, believe all women, the innocent. I'm not looking for attention. I'm not trying to manipulate. I don't dress like this for attention. I don't dress like this for men, blah, blah, blah. We follow the rules. Men are the good guys. I'm sorry. Men are the evil guys. You're you're lusting over us. You're always thinking about sex. You name it. This woman says, I love wearing inappropriate outfits to work. And getting away with it. And getting away with it. And of course, if you're the wrong guy and you sexually harass her or you happen to just comment on her hair, you're fired. Mm. Okay. It is initially going to be, how dare you? I come here to work. I don't come here for attention. I wear my shortest skirts and no one says a thing. Of course, nobody calls you out on the bullshit because, of course, they would have to take a trip to the human resource department. And this is the same thing that happens to men who are teachers. Men who are teachers. So male teachers tend to fall victim to this because if your students come dressed like this, they're going to blame you if you mention it. If you mention it to her, they're going to blame you. You're a pervert. If you go to the administrators and be like, can we do something about this dress code? Why? Why are you looking at them? Are you looking at them? Young girls, you met about? See, these are the things you get caught in. So nobody calls them out on their manipulative tactics. They get away with it. And then they get also the right to complain about it. Now, this woman's admitting this. So I don't want to hear any other women tell me I'm wrong on this one. This woman's going to admit exactly what we're talking about. Let's bowl the film. Here we go right here. Play it. Okay. So this is my advice on how to be sneaky and appropriate at work. So first, you want to think about how you're going to look behind a desk because that's what people see. So you can wear a turtleneck and long sleeves and people will be like, oh my God, she's totally appropriate. I can't believe how appropriate she is. Okay, so now we're on to step two. So now it's like we've been sitting behind a desk, we've been appropriate, time to get inappropriate. So what you do. She said time to get inappropriate. Of course, if she sleeps her way to the top, if she actually hooks the, uh, the senior executive and marries him, if she actually becomes the personal assistant or executive assistant, so the guy who's the CEO and takes free plane trips on vacation with the wife. And then she's the one getting railed in her hotel room while the wife is asleep. She slept her way to the top. It's all good. If it doesn't work in her favor and she gets dumped, she thought she was going to get married to the senior executive. She just got cheated on. She has a me too case. So this is a win-win for her. Let's continue. Is you find the shortest skirt possible and you wear it. All right, so there it is right there. So she's saying I'm specifically being inappropriate intentionally. And, of course, if it works for her, it's a win. But where's human resources on this one, ladies? Ladies, get down there and get get down there and give her a demerit. Get down there and tell her it's inappropriate. Get down and tell her she's sexually harassing all of the men who are trying to come here and do their job. Nobody's going to do it. See, this is the culture we live in. We allow them to literally say we can do this and I'm intentionally being inappropriate. I'm intentionally doing these things. But if it doesn't work out for me, I'm going to get a payday. Let me give you a quick example of this. Um, I once knew a man who was very wealthy. He owned his own company. I believe he was at the time um, the CEO of the company or he was the president. I can't remember what his title was. He was one of my clients. I can't tell you who it is, but he owns a company and it was traded on the Stock exchange. All right. So this is a very, very big company. Anyway, he's sharing some information with me about a sexual harassment suit. And I shared the story once before 
that was going on at his job and he was having to appear in court for this one. The story goes, a woman gets hired at a company. A woman starts an affair with a married man who was a executive. He starts an affair with her. Unfortunately, like many of the women that we talk about, they're never single. She has a boyfriend. He has a wife. Now, in our, our rules, we always tell you never mess with somebody who has doesn't have as much to lose as you. She's not married, so the secret can get out. You're married. You ruin your job. You're in a higher position. She's a lower position. Well, she participated in the affair so much so that they would text each other, and all the texts became part of the um, part of the uh, legal defense for her. In which it went as they were doing a they were doing a sexual harassment seminar at the company. They were doing a sexual harassment seminar, and during the seminar, during one of these things where they tell you we got to go here and you got to sign off, during the seminar they're sexting each other. So both are participating during the seminar of sexual harassment. They're sexting each other. Now, the boyfriend of the woman catches wind of this relationship, and he finds out. He doesn't leave the woman. What does he tell her to do? He tells her to report it to the human resource department. And basically, you're going to get a payday. And essentially what happens was, she reported it to HR. It was a consensual relationship. She both were active participants, but because he was a senior executive and she was not, he loses his job. He got fired. And then I think she walked away with a half million dollars. She walked away with a half a million dollars and she stayed in the relationship with the boyfriend. Now, what is the lesson here? I'm not saying to hate women. I'm not saying that they're evil and manipulative and all of these things. You can make your own decisions with this. But these are the consequences and repercussions. I re remember the guy was telling me she's going to buy. I think she said she either bought a new Range Rover or she said she was going to go buy a new Range Rover with the with the winnings that of her of her situation. And the really the nail in the coffin, the nail in the coffin was that during the seminar the HR, sexual harassment, whatever they'd call it. During the seminar, he was texting her. He was sexting her and with her con consent, sexting her, right? They were going back and forth. And that was the nail in the coffin. That was the, how could you do this? That was the, how dare you, right? How dare you? But this is where we are in the world. This is stuff we deal with. So then we counsel men, hey man, it ain't worth it to sleep with women at your job. It's not worth it to try to get get the women um, at your job and, and rotate plates and screw them over. We tell men, avoid them. I know it's hard. I know it seems like a layup. I know she's choosing, but a woman is very smart. She's choosing you for a reason. Not only that, she might've been already messing with another guy, which is going to create a bigger mess. Hey, this girl's choosing on me, coach. What do I do? Well, if you engage into a relationship with her and then you find out she was screwing someone else and then that person finds out you got a problem and that can easily happen. So it wasn't a problem until the other person she was screwing found out. And you're like, oh, what? Now you got a love triangle and now you're out of a job. So, man, be careful out here. We do this to educate you. Is it always going to happen? I'm presenting a scenario that sometimes it doesn't happen. But when it does happen, it costs you a lot. It costs you a lot. It's not like, well, you're making a scenario that really is not proven to happen. Oh, it happens. 
And it costs you everything. It costs you your job. It costs you your resume. It costs you all of your work experience. And it could cost you money and or it can cost the company money in legal defenses and settlements. Many women have settled out by initiating attention for men. You comply. You play your role in it. You advance on her. You have a temporary relationship. All work relationships are temporary. They rarely ever you know, last in today's world, they never really go to marriages. They're going to break up. And now you have a problem. Same thing with gyms. Same thing with gyms. You go and meet a girl at a gym. She choosing you meet her, you fornicate with her, your workout partners, then you break up. It's inevitable. Now you just lost your home gym. You just lost your home gym or she lost your home gym. And if it doesn't go well, the breakup, she's going to court a public opinion you in that gym. She's going to say she doesn't feel comfortable with you being in this gym. Is it worth it? You know what I mean? Like, measure it. Yeah, you skied it, but. He says, that happened to me at my job. It's a big deal. So you guys are like, well, I'm, it, it may not happen. But are you willing to roll the dice against that? That's a major loss that you're going to take. A major loss. Or you're piping down several women at the gym. Another girl comes up, gives you choosing signal. Then she finds out you're piping down many women at that gym. It's going to be problems. Mm. Or you break up. I'm giving you scenarios. You break up. She brings another dude, an alpha dude up in the gym, and she says, there he is right there. Now y'all boxing in the gym. Slap boxing in the street. <laughs> okay. Anyway, these things happen all the time, or it makes it uncomfortable, and you're like, oh, I'll just work at at home. All right, shout out to Robert Moreno. Shout out to my fellow SA in the building, Odele. Odele Vato. All right, shout out to JC says, sounds like the Spanish Inquisition in this MF -er in here. Yes, indeed. There's barbecue in there. Yeah, Mac Attack says, it shows that uh, women don't have good foresight. They don't plan ahead, but wants to use your resources when they are in need. This is the safety net. We provide a safety net. Men are the safety net for women, right? In all instances. In all instances. And uh, guys, if you walked around with a safety net, you would do things that women do all the time too because you you know you can't really fail. You could not live with your own failure. Where did that bring you? Back to me. All right, so you really can't fail. Women really have a fail-safe, even when they're homeless, there's some dude, even if they're a stripper or a girl that works the street corner or a sugar baby, there's always somebody that's going to save them. All right, but I'm telling you, don't save them. Rational rationality had a straggle daggle wrangle my dangle. Price is wrong. Everybody go get their everybody go get their uh, STD panels too. That's a that's a priority. Everybody go get their STI panels done. If you haven't had it done in the last six months and you've been active in these streets, trust me, the women you're active with are really active. The male ego believes that you're. She's the only one you're doing this with, all right? <laughs> you're going to find out the hard way. And statistically, more women women have uh, STDs more than men. Did y'all know that? Statistically, they carry more STIs than men do, statistically. And you can look no further than hypergamy to explain it. <laughs> the whole 80-20 rule is... Uh, there's proof in the 80-20 rule. Look at STI statistics. 
Why do they have more than men? Why? They're, number one, there's more of them, more women than men. Number two, they seem to be sharing the same sexual partners. Like the same dudes keeping them up and giving them infected seem to be coming from a small subsection of men. Number three, they be going Roski. See, I, the whole thing, here we go. Uh, yeah, two hours, almost three hours. That's the whole thing about, oh, I wear condoms all the time is an absolute myth. It's an absolute myth. Y'all be going Roski just like the next dude. And uh, the proof in the pudding is this. You want the proof? You want the proof? Number one. And the anatomy is also something that causes them, you know, everything's external and stuff be festering. And they tend to not want to clean up after intercourse. <laughs> you be in there in the sink. With soap, steel bar soap, rags, towels, you be in there jumping in the shower and they won't do nothing. They'll go home and ain't wash nothing off. So they also have that issue. But what was the point that I was going to talk about? What was I going to say? Oh, Roski, here's proof. Here's proof. Number one, the, the amount of early terminations of pregnancy. That statistically tells me people are not strapping up. If you're going to say all these black women are running there and they're running to Planned Parenthood, that's an indication right there that Roski is happening. That's an indication that people are not strapping up. Number two, the amount of STIs, especially in the American South. You talk about 25, 30, 35, 40, some 50% of women, depending on who they are, got STIs. Mm. Anyway. Shout out to Triggerverse. He says, hey, that plastic regret girl looks like a One Piece character. <laughs> I don't know what that is. He says, look up Nico Robin and compare their almost a dead ringer. I don't know what that is. Hold on for a second. Nico Rubin? Nico. Shout out to Nico. Nico Robin. A One Piece character. Or it's an anime. Oh, yeah. Sometimes they do be looking like anime characters, too. Uh, again, these are these are um, and I got to be careful sharing this because I haven't previewed it. But, yeah, uh, many of the characters, many of the plastic surgery characters, they're just they're just cartoon versions of women. Right. They're just cartoon versions. They're they're not what. And I hate to say real, but they're not what the typical woman looks like. And they're showing you what they're putting up their breast higher. They're actually showing you youth and fertility. It's a thing that you have to overcome. I don't particularly find them fascinating. All right. Um, Mr. Williams is in the building. Shout out to Sean. He says, I really enjoyed your show the other day about not talk taking women on vacation, but there is one destination I do taking. I do enjoy taking the junior college girls. I take them to pound town. Also, we should now call the coach gang the Jermaine gang because it is always our fault. Yes. <laughs> Somebody said cartoon. Come on, CGA. Yeah, they're the anime. They're cartoon. They're Jessica Rabbit. They're Jessica Rabbit. They, most of these people can't achieve this. And not only that, they're tricking you with angles. Listen, I was a model mayhem photographer. Photoshop, Gaussian blur, filter, hair, hair extension, hair fluffed up, pin back clothing. Their clothes be pinned back, makeup. Hey, once you've done photography, model photography as either a hobby or a job, you're going to look at women completely different, man. You're going to look at them completely different. And I was married and I had female roommates. I look at them as really much different. Cartoon ain't anime. Same thing. Look, it's same. Look, whatever you're talking about, art, art. All right, put it art. All right, if you're offended about the cartoon anime, art. He said, I was everything. Man, I'm old, man. 
I was ambitious. I was trying to always trying to make a look. Hey, I'm a renaissance man. I want you guys to know renaissance men. There used to be men who were called renaissance men. We're going to bring it back. I've been trying to bring it back for a long time. Uh, there have been many men, as a, as a matter of fact, of uh, the famous painter himself. Oh, gosh. Slips on my mind. Many men in the 17 Victorian age, 1700, 1800s, there were a popular term called Renaissance man, which he was a master of trade. He was a he was a jack of all trade, master of none. But his interests did not just rest in the programming of you are an engineer. You're a certified this. You're a mechanic. Not Rembrandt, but he could have been one. Um, Leonardo, uh, sorry, uh, Da Vinci, Da Vinci, Da Vinci was a. Uh, da Vinci was a renaissance man, meaning he was trained in not only anatomy and science, he was trained in art, he was trained in also uh, astronomy and a bunch of other things. Yeah, Leonardo Da Vinci, he's one of my favorites. Leonardo Da Vinci is a renaissance man, meaning he didn't have one area of training. He was constantly learning, and as a matter of fact, the Mona Lisa, because you might look at it and say, why is the Mona Lisa po uh, popular? But at the time, it is the most anatomically correct version of a painting there is most of it is either abstract or not even anatomically correct but he was so he was so trained in anatomy that he was able to paint that woman mona lisa or man or himself or whatever it was he was able to paint it with such anatomical um accuracy that nobody ever seen anything like it they, they were like wow that looks just like the woman or that looks just like a person yep polymaths so i always encourage men to become become knowledgeable in multiple areas. And if you look up, I have a book about Da Vinci. If you look it up, most of his early paintings was about anatomy and him identifying uh, cadavers. So uh, anyway, become a Renaissance man. Never get to the point where you're just like, oh, I, I, I know this. And that's all you know. All right, so I'm always taking on little things like this, but they also will say you're a jack of all trade, master of none, but I don't care. <laughs> I really don't care. I like multiple things. I'm not one dimensional. Don't be one dimensional. He says, go over. He says, coach, go over him head with tails. I don't know what that is, but I got a book on Da Vinci and I've quantified, uh, found it quite interesting that he was a polymath or he was a Renaissance man. Maryland guy says, what's up, coach? I just saw that Governor Hogan signed an emergency directive banning TikTok in Maryland due to security concerns. I don't know if that will ever, ever happen because the normies are getting their tingles from the TikTok. You know, you're invading normies and you're actually preventing women from earning an income. But it is probably a national security threat. This is true. This is true. It's a Chinese app. Actually, I got to show that video of what China sees on TikTok versus us. Not that they're better than us. Shout out to my man, Mr. J. Russell. Coach, should it be a law that T.S. gentlemen revealed their identity to a man who doesn't know? Yes, I, I agree. I think that's putting them in their best. Um, I don't think it's discriminatory. Somebody might say it's discriminatory because we have weird laws where we think we're doing right. And then somebody will say you're discriminating, discriminating against this person. But we should have laws like this. For instance, you know, companies now cannot technically have laws that benefit pregnant women. Okay. Mm. Do you guys realize what a world we live in? 
now companies technically, especially in certain states, cannot have law. They cannot have comp company policies that benefit pregnant women. And the answer is why? Why? Because men can't be pregnant. But now you have a group of people that say it's, they can be. All right. But because men can't become pregnant and it discriminates against men. This world is screwed. This world is screwed. New, 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 new world order. This world is gone, bro. Send the con send the asteroid. He also says, um, Jay Russell says Austin has hella fine Asian women and at the bar service at the club called Karma was $250, right? The bottle service or the bar, $250. And of course, this was 2012. Yeah, it's probably changed dynamically. Dynamically. But uh, let me check all the other places before we skedaddle up out of here. What a world we live in, man. Interesting time. It, we live in an interesting time. Shout out to, did I get, oh, okay, I got that brother there. Let me check the cash app. Dr. Thunder was the last one, as far as I remember. Oh, no, we got, let me see here. Michael Jordan is in the building. Shout out to you. He says, all women cheat podcast is fire. And of course, it didn't take very long for me to prove it to be true with the GMA thing. Shout out to Flash, says coach. He says, coach, where are you at? Hold up. All right, we live in an interesting world, but it's a great time to be in. If you're a free agent, we have the ultimate cheat code. It's a life in the building. Thank you for the support. We'll be back this evening. I'm actually going to an event. I don't know how long it's lasting, so my stream might get pushed back. So be patient. It might not be at the normal time. All right, shout out to the coach gang and hit the like button on the way back or you're going to be forever with a belly deli chick. We out of here. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it and put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out.